Welcome, everybody, to episode 110 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Today is our annual, as Corey tweeted earlier, or maybe Eric, I don't know, Eric tweeted, Eric our, tweeted. Our, our annual uh, fall games preview this year for, or this time for 2013. Uh, we're going to be doing the rundown, actually kind of the first half, I guess, of, of the fall games release, uh, all the way up until the release of the PS4, we'll, and we'll be talking about those games. And hopefully by our next by Fall Games Preview Part 2, we'll know a little bit more about the X-Bone and the games that are coming out for that and when it's coming out. So we can report on that. And then we'll also, on Fall Games Preview Part 2, be reporting on the games that don't have hard release dates just yet. So. Did you see the rumored date for the X-Bone? I saw November 4th. 8th. 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 Is I, saw it too. Uh, I guess that was shot down. Was it? Apparently. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, so. well, according to another source. Right. So Please we're do not, not really sure. let me forget. I, I just want to tell you this right now because I will forget. Okay. To talk about what happened to our mutual friend Dan. Okay. From where you used to work and where oh, I work. Oh, yeah. Okay. In my week. I'll talk okay. about it. All right. I just don't want to forget. All right. Uh, so, yeah, our Fall Games preview part one is this week's episode. Do we have any teasers? Obviously, we're yeah. going to be talking a little more Saints Row 4. I have some teasers, Dan. All righty. Uh, let me see. Get, bring, bring my little notes up here. Um. Well, I guess I can announce I got a PS Vita, uh-huh. so I'm going to be talking about Hotline. That's, that's applause worthy. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to be talking about Hotline Miami, Dive Kick, um, FIFA on the Vita, Killzone Mercenaries Beta for Vita, um, the NHL 14 demo I played for PS3, and I played Saints Row 4. Mm-hmm. So that's the stuff I'll be talking about. Excellent. Anyone else have any teasers? Anything Not new? a thing. Contrary to popular belief, nope. Okay. Uh, well, let's get into, into nibble bits then. Uh, I'll go first. Borderlands 2 is getting a Game of the Year edition. For $60, you get the main game, Captain, Captain Scarlet and her Pirate's Booty DLC, Mr. Torque's Campaign of Carnage DLC, Sir Hammerlock's Big Game Hunt DLC, Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon's Keep DLC, the Creature Slaughter Dome DLC, uh, Gage the Necromancer, Krieg the Psycho Character, uh, Gunbox. I hand wrote my notes, so I'm gonna have. I'm gonna be struggling to you read some them. Chicken scratch. Yeah, maybe? gun runners. Uh, gu- the gun pack, whatever the gun pack is. Uh, a golden key, Vault Hunter's relic, collector's edition heads and skins, as well as the ultimate Vault Hunter upgrade pack one. So you get all that for sixty bucks. I, that's a lot of value for. 60 I think bucks. it's a hundred dollars worth. I believe. Yeah, it's said. yep. It's right around a hundred dollars worth of of content for for sixty dollars. So, Sick. if you haven't gotten Borderlands two yet, why? Uh, uh, waiting for the Vita version. Well, yeah. I mean, that could be it. Yeah, so, I'm gonna get it for Vita for sure. Great, great value. Uh, my only other nibble bit is Guild Wars two is reintroducing the Super Adventure Box on September third and will feature new zones modes and rewards for players to earn that was one of the, actually the one one of the more popular uh popular things to ever hit the guild wars universe was the retro 
arcade box thing that you could go in and play in a 16-bit nice. virtual environment. So they're they're bringing that back to the game. I didn't see if it was permanent or not, but at least it'll be back for a little while anyway. Probably, I, probably permanent. I really wish I could play that game with you. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, I really liked the interview they did on IGN with the, the guy from Guild Wars, and he was just talking about how what sets them apart is they really listen to their fans yep. and what they want. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I really wish I could play it. Uh, the, the One of the good things about it, too, is the constant stream of updates. Like, yeah, every two weeks they put about. in something new in the game. That's, that's exactly amazing. what he was talking about. Always new new content to explore, so mm-hmm. which is great. So, yeah, that's my Nibble Bits. Will, what do you got for us? Um, I only have two, and they're kind of short. But uh, GameStop in North America and Canada will be getting the Azurite Blue PlayStation 3 starting on October 8th. Um, it'll feature a 250-gigabyte hard drive, and it'll cost you $249.99. Um, and the pre-orders are starting August 27th, which, what's today, the 28th? Yes. Sure is. Yeah. So, yeah, the pre-orders are up for that. So if you want a blue PS3 right before the PS4 launch, you can do that. Um, the console's already out in Japan, Australia, and Europe, so... Still worth getting, in my opinion. Still worth PS3. getting it? If, you're, if you don't want to upgrade to PS4 yet, how much is it? Uh, $249.99. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you're going to save 150 bucks as opposed to the PS4. Plus Personally, I would say get to PS4, but... Um, there's a lot of good games, yeah. though. And that haven't come out yet, still. There's a ton yeah. of good games for it, and, I mean, with the PlayStation Network, that's only going to... You know, improve your library there if you're going to join up with PlayStation For Plus. Free. So, recommend it if you're thinking about it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and my next one is Escape Goat 2 got delayed. Mwah, um, mwah. New date coming after PAX Prime. I believe the release date was supposed to be September 10th, but now that is uh, been pushed back. Corey, how do you feel? Uh, depressed. Really? Well, I can Cor- wait. I can wait. I've got enough to play. It's yeah. all right. It's Corey's early leader for Game of the Year. Scapegoat 2. <laughs> I have to wait a little bit longer. Wait, so what was the new release date, or did they didn't say? They said a uh, new release date will be after PAX Prime. Oh, Which okay. is this weekend, right? Sure. I think it's this weekend. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. All right. yeah so we'll have a new date by the, uh, the weekend then. Cool. Okay. That's all I had. All right, Eric, what do you got for us? Uh, just got a couple here, Dan. Um, Nintendo Wii U is getting a price cut September 20th. You're going to be able to get one for $300. So uh, now's the time to get one with the the games coming out, the Zeldas and the Marios and all that good stuff that they always put out. Um, hopefully that will improve some game sales for them. Yeah, I, you know, I think I'd still wait on it, though, for me. The wh- Anything more than 250 the wh- Are they Are they bumping down the regular version to 250 uh, or is it just the deluxe down to three hundred, so they'll both be three hundred? Is there going to be a two? I just what are we, we talking about? The Wii oh, U wait. price cut. I don't think they sell the white one anymore. Oh yeah, that's right. I, I think, think they, they just do. do the deluxe one. No. So, oh, so yeah. it, that's just the price. So now. it's, it's going to be three hundred. Yeah. Okay. I, Eric, you stole my nibble bit. Are you sure I didn't? Well, Dan stole one of mine, and I didn't bitch, Corey. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> Play nice, jeez. <laughs> was the Borderlands two on yours? Yeah, it was. Oh, dang it. That's all right though. I'll be the judge. I did that. like a two minute check on on nibble bits, and I must have missed it. Yeah, I must have missed Corey's too. My bad. Okay. Uh, anywho, let's see. Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker HD release date has been announced uh, for October fourth, and we were talking a little bit earlier. Dan and Will are both going to purchase that one. Yep. So I Definitely. think we're going to do an episode, correct? 
Probably. Yeah. It, we'll have to see. We'll have to look at our, our see schedule. Our schedule. Clear see, our... see if we can pencil it in. <laughs> yeah. And my last one, uh, Microsoft is possibly considering a digital game resale marketplace. What are your thoughts on that? Reselling your digital games. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. I, I'm still of the mindset that digital games should always be cheaper because you don't that, have a physical... That was one of the first comments. ...physical copy, and because you can't trade it in, it should always be cheaper. So yeah. I kind of like that it should be cheaper and maybe to keep it cheaper, um, not being able to trade it in. But, if I mean, I guess if they work it out that you can trade it in. Um, they did mention in it that it looks like you're only going to be able to do that if you have an Xbox Live Gold membership, which I don't see why you wouldn't if you get an Xbox, but, so there's that too. Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a good thing. Right. That's it. I still would have a hard time paying full price for a digital version. Yeah, somebody on there mentioned if it was 40 bucks, they'd be all for it. Right. But, yeah. I'm with you on that, Dan. Okay. Corey, what do you got for us? Uh, so just to clarify on the Wii U thing, I'm echoing really bad. Okay. Is there like a headset next to a microphone or something like that? No. No. Well, I guess I'll just have to deal. Uh, yeah, to clarify on the Wii U thing, it is a $50 price cut. Um, it's pretty much just the deluxe edition now. Right. Um, they yep. have two models for, for this new edition, the, the $299. It's uh, the, the black deluxe edition with Nintendo Land. Or there's a Zelda edition, which includes a special Zelda controller uh, and download vouchers for Hyrule Historia, the Zelda lore book, and Wind Waker HD. Uh, both of them have 32 gigabytes of flash memory. Yeah. And also, in, in reading about that, I read that the Wii U has only sold half of what the Wii has at this point, which I was actually surprised. That seemed like more than I would have thought. Right. Because um, I, the, Wii, the, Wii, the Wii you couldn't find for months. Yeah, um, maybe even years after after it came out. Uh, it was it was so. a good eight months at least. Um, Nintendo also announced its new handheld, the 2DS, which is a just a, pretty much a 3DS without the 3D, uh, a little bit of a different form factor. Um, I'll talk about that in roundtable oh. when we get to it because there's a lot a lot to cover about that, and it was kind of of a surprise to everyone. I don't think anybody was anticipating that i've got i've got opinions on it too um yeah so we'll save that for roundtable uh the 10 year old who was robbed while running a lemonade stand to raise money for his ps4 was honored this past week he received the young emerging entrepreneur award from the saint francis university school of business and actus chapter um he was robbed of his 30 dollar lemonade money by a When I first read this article, I figured it was, you know, some gangster who showed up with a, you know, like a shotgun and just stole the kid's jar of money. But it turns out it was actually a 12-year-old with a BB gun. Holy Um, goalie from Twitter? Yeah, it could have been. Um, (laughs) Other kids witnessed the two wrestling over the money box. So the kid running the lemonade stand actually tried to defend his property. Um, Other kids witnessed them wrestling and... uh, Eventually, the 12-year-old, being two years older than the 10-year-old, won the fight. Because at that age, that's pretty much guaranteed to happen. Yeah. Um, and took the money and left. But they ended up tracking down the 12-year-old, and he's being charged in juvenile court. <laughs> Good little bastard. He should have his knees broken. Yeah, and I'll volunteer to do it. Right. That one kid just wanted his... a PS4. That's all he wanted. His parents should tell him what a piece of shit he was for doing that. <laughs> oh, Corey, I got a feeling uh, his parents probably played a part in him being a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, it could very well be. Um, I don't know. I, right. he, it was a BB gun. I, I guess 
you got to teach somebody like that a lesson. But armed robbery, juvenile, juvenile court. <laughs> I mean, they were wrestling. It sounded like they were just playing around, and the kid took the thirty dollars from them. You know. You know, if I ever got robbed or physically assaulted, I would only call it. Only say that I was accosted. Accosted. <laughs> That's the only way I would term it. Right. Officer, he accosted me. Just because it sounds it sounds better. I, I learned that from uh, what's that movie with Will Ferrell where he joins the frat? Oh, uh, Vince Vaughn. Oh. One of my favorite movies, and I can't remember what the name of it is. Old school. Old yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Officer, he accosted me. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Okay. Quick, two last ones. Angry Birds Go is the newest game by Rovio. It's in the works. Not much to say about it at this point other than the fact that it is a kart racer with Angry Birds. Okay. Um, And my last one, I was actually kind of happy to see the Kutako review for Madden NFL 25. Me too. Yeah. Because they said you should not buy it. And And I was like, ah, finally. You know, Corey, the damnedest thing is it was getting good reviews everywhere else. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Because I was like, geez, should I buy it? Yeah, because I played the demo and I was like, oh, like we talked about, I was like, this yeah. isn't anything it's different again. That's and then exactly it got, what they said. Yeah, it got really good reviews everywhere else, just about. And I was like, well, shit, maybe I should get it. And I That's... read Kotaku and I was like, oh, okay, good. It's the yeah, it's the games industry machine, man, perpetuating it, it, that bullshit. Yeah, but it was it was uh, like Polygon and Destructoid too. I think gave a decent score. Destructoid yeah, like gave it a seven. seven and Polygon and Polygon gave it's it an like, eight and a half. It's like one of those things though that it's so popular that if you review it poorly. You know your your credentials or whatever will with with game gamers will suffer because of it. Do you think? Um, not, I don't think with gamers, with the bro gamer, it will. But not like yeah. people like us. I think we give them more respect for doing that. Yeah. Oh sure. Yeah. That. that I mean. That's. Yeah. I mean. We're obviously a little bit of a different yeah. scenario. I mean, do you think part of it too is they have nothing to compare it to? Like it, you're like, okay, it's it's football. If you like football, you're probably gonna like the new Madden. Maybe not hate it, but you yeah, know, but you're that's like, the what? thing about that's the thing yeah. about review scores is you know maybe if Kotaku were to give it a score, they'd give it like a seven point five or an eight, and right. still say you shouldn't play it. Just play ah, the older one. You right. know, there's Good no point. reason. This is no different. It's all the same. Right. Um. That's all. That's what I'm running into with FIFA for the Vita. I played the demo for the first FIFA that came out in 2012 for Vita, and uh, it got really good reviews. And I really liked what I played it, but I'll talk about it later. Um, but they released FIFA 13 last year for Vita, and they literally only updated rosters and jerseys. They didn't put anything else new in it, like all the new features with the mechanics and shit for 13. They did not put in it for the Vita, and I guess they did the same thing again this year really? for 14. So I'm just gonna buy the old one. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Two years of not changing anything. Yeah. That's crazy. It's really good. Right. But, I mean, you're gonna put a forty dollar game out and right. do what? Update, You're gonna give me an rosters. updated roster and jerseys. Right. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Like I'll just play with the old roster. Right. Thanks. Right. Yeah, or who does? Yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Corey, was that your last one? That was my last one. Well, I have to publicly apologize to you. I don't know why I thought that I tweeted that Wii U thing, but I thought I did, <laughs> and it turns out that not even two of us did it. I was just being an idiot. <laughs> So I'm sorry. Oh, you! Ju- it wasn't on there twice. You just no, thought it, you did I it. No, and I thought I did it. And, okay. I have, and now well, that I look at it, I'm like, I didn't tweet that. 
Well, I can usually tell which nibble bits are yours. Yeah, yeah, because I do. <laughs> yeah, you retweet. You retweet them. Well, yeah, because you do it from phone. Flipboard. Oh yeah, from and flipboard. yeah, that's the only way I usually ever do it. Because I'm like, I'll see something on my Twitter feed, and I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna jump to the Flipboard and do it on the Thumbstick Athletes thing. Yeah, that's how I usually do it. So yeah, and it, that's exactly what I looked for when I was looking. I was like, <laughs> I didn't even fucking tweet anything about that. What? So here I am being a dick to Corey about that, it. That's even funnier that you thought you did it. Because that's why I was over here laughing to myself. Because you're like, <laughs> we know your tweets, which one are yours. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Corey. That's all right. You had me question myself. I'm like, well, maybe Eric beat me to it. Sure didn't. <laughs> well, it's a week of stealing each other's tweets. Yeah. What can we do? <laughs> your backstabbers. Happens every now and again. Okay. Well, Eric, how was your week? We haven't seen you in, in two weeks. so That's nice. Up. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't really have too much to report, really, in my week. I did take a couple things down that I wanted to talk about. Um, our fantasy football league is full, uh-huh. and our draft is next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Okay. Uh, for all wondering that didn't know, I, it was originally Monday, but I had to switch it because, of course, I got scheduled to work. Right. Um, How nice of your place of employment. <laughs> it's, that's just typical. So, yeah, that's going to be next next Tuesday. Looking forward to that. Um, as far as my diet goes, I've lost 14 pounds in four weeks. Nice. So that's going well. I texted Dan earlier in the week about it. Uh, one thing that I've noticed pretty bad right now, or good, I don't know how you want to look at it, uh, my gas is just out of control, <laughs> but it's a super satisfying fart. Yeah. Like, you let it Clears out. the stomach. Oh my God, Corey, you wouldn't believe you it. You know how sometimes you might take a crap and you're like, whoa, I just lost three pounds. Yeah. That's what yeah. the fart feels like. The one that after it comes out of your butt, you feel like it came from your heart. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And took a bunch of dirty with it. Yeah. So, yeah, the the farts have been great. They're awful smelling, which is different for me because I've never really had that issue. Right. They're usually silent and not deadly. I, I When Eric texted me about his farts, I was like, yeah, the the... What, what, how did I put it? The clean and or, or the dry and clean smelling ones, I think, is what I said. Yeah. Um, because when I do my diet, I, I know it's the same thing. Um, but but they're cleaner smelling when I do like a no carb, low carb, no carb diet. They they smell like like air. It doesn't smell like a fart. Well, I eat and, and very dry. Like it's not it's not like a humid fart. You know. Yeah, I had to. Um, well, I, like I eat vegetables, obviously, right. and I eat right. a lot of. Uh, Cabbage, oh, Brussels sprouts, oh, yeah. and that's what it smells like. Right. Oh, yeah. That's you know not what I mean. Good it smells stuff. like vegetables, right? That have been sitting in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you can imagine. But dry though. Dry. Which is uh, nice. although I was worried about sharding one day. I actually tweeted about yeah, it. Yeah, I okay. saw that tweet. I said I think it said something like I'm walking that thin line between a shart and a fart. I'll Ooh. keep you updated. <laughs> I missed that. I wanted so badly for somebody to retweet it. I missed it. I, I thought re- for sure you would have. I would have, but I didn't see it. Yeah. Okay. I figured you must not have. Yeah. Because when I thought of it, I was like, this one's for Dan. Yep. I would have done that. Speaking of bodily functions and systems i had something weird happen to me the other day Ooh. uh i Sounds have hot. i get the the juice presses um yeah. and i got one with beets i didn't ask for beets but they put beets in it i didn't want beets <laughs> and later that night i peed like red Ooh, Ooh, did you think it was blood yeah i was like what the what just happened to me am <laughs> That's i all right <laughs> and of course like That's i'll never terrifying. see a doctor so i get on like WebMD. oh um, geez 
You're but it turns out, Ill. yeah, like some people when they eat beets, I forget the name of it. I think Dwight Schrute talks about it on The Office at some point. He does, yeah. Um, but when some people eat beets, depending on the level of iron in their system, they can pee red. And they huh. said if it happens regularly to you, you might have like an iron def- deficiency. Oh, that's so maybe I'll keep eating some beets, and if I pee red some more, I'll start eating some more iron. Huh? Corey, I don't buy into that hype. You could pump some iron, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's yeah. what he's telling me to do. M. Nels is right. WebMD told you it was probably cancer and AIDS. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, word of word of advice: if if Never. you have insurance, use it. Yeah. Don't try and self-diagnose Corey, yourself. Corey, funny you say you that. Convince yourself you're dying. I made myself a doctor's appointment for September 11th. First time I've gone, and I can't even tell you how long. But I called, and the lady's like, "Have you had a physical recently?" I was like, "Uh, it's been at least ten years." <laughs> and she's like, "All right, we'll get you in for a physical then." Right. Okay. Nice. Uh, funny thing. Well, I don't know how funny it is, but about AIDS. Now that M. Nels brings that up, real quick, funny. little side topic. I was listening to a podcast today that I always listen to, and they were talking about. I don't know if you heard about this, the porn industry in California, they all have mandatory drug tests. Yeah. Um, well, somebody, she must be a pretty big porn star, but she tested positive for HIV, <laughs> so they have currently shut down, like, porn really? in California right now. To they test figure everybody? Out, yeah, because she had a recent shoot, so they're oh. like... That happened last year. That's terrifying. Did it? Yeah, and then she got a second opinion. I don't know who it was, but the, the actress... I don't even know if you can call him that, but she got a, a second opinion, and it turns out she was fine. But everybody was freaking out. Corey, how dare you? Sorry. I call her an actress. Uh, they, performer. Yeah, there you go. Well, no, they can be actresses, just of a yeah. different sort. Yeah, this is a new case, but uh, it's. Uh, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Ugh, I guess it's terrifying. good that they take it that serious. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny that they just completely shut it down. It weren't, if you were in the porn industry, wouldn't you be like, oh, fuck me. I must have AIDS. Yep. That's immediately what I would think. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, else said not what the California economy needs right now. Yeah, is <laughs> to shut down the porn industry. <laughs> it's biggest thing. They're not bringing in those tax dollars now. Well. That's terrible. <laughs> okay. That was my week. All right, Will, what do you got for us? Uh, I literally have nothing. Um, cool. Yeah, riveting week. <laughs> The only thing I guess I could mention is the last five days I haven't gotten above four and a half hours of sleep, so I'm pretty tired. Yeah. Why? Uh, I have not been able to sleep. Like, um, Was it that uh, video I made you watch? Actually, the first night that I watched that video, I ended up going to sleep at four and waking up at eight. Dang. And then um, on Monday, I didn't work off Monday, so I went to bed that night. Couldn't sleep until four, and then had to go to work at five. So Ugh. I went to work on one hour of sleep. I was just like, oh, that's miserable. Yeah, and then I went to bed at like one last night. I'm just like, I don't know why I can't sleep. But usually I'm a pretty good sleeper. Like even if I nap like during the you day, you always were a good sleeper. I can go to sleep at like nine or ten. Still, uh-huh. is it the kind of thing that you just like you fall asleep but then you wake right back up, or are you just tossing and turning nonstop? Tossing and turning nonstop. Worst. Well, they tell you to get up and do something, and then try to go back to sleep like half an hour, hour, hour later. See, I didn't know what to, what what I could do. To, well, like... I mean, oh, easy, alcohol or masturbate. Yeah, Jake. Jake <laughs> suggested drink a beer. <laughs> Right. Go do a shot of JD. Rub it. Rub it on your gums. So my two. Those are my two suggestions. Next time. Uh, somebody sank it in Corey's masturbation. <laughs> that always makes me think of that joke that was on uh, Four Year Old Virgin, 
where the guy plays a game with himself where he tries he takes a bunch of Tylenol PM and he tries to beat off before he falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, you win. Everybody goes to sleep a winner. Right. Uh, how's this uh, Seth Seth Rogen joke? Yeah. That's good stuff. Corey. Yo. Uh, real quick, that video that I had Will watch was a four-minute gameplay trailer for the game Outlast, if you want to put that up on the YouTube. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Fucking scary, man. Yeah, it is. I've seen some stuff for that. Also, thank you for all the good advice. You're welcome, Oh, yeah, Will. good Anytime. stuff. Anytime. <laughs> some good stuff there. Okay. Uh, speaking of scary videos, just quickly, I watched a, a video of... Well, I've been watching videos of people with rabies. Um, oh, really? Ew. Yeah. Uh, there's this one, when you have rabies, you have hydrophobia, which means you're afraid of water. And they try to give a bunch of people water, and the videos are just terrifying. Because the one guy's like older, and he's he physically can't, he knows he needs to drink the water, but he physically can't bring himself to do it. It's so sad. And they're going to die. Like, once once you show symptoms, you're going to die. But yeah. uh, There's nothing they can do about it? No. Not at that point. Wow. I was actually, in the, I was listening to another video game podcast about, they were talking about rabies, so it's kind of weird that we're bringing it up, but... How, it's so, so scary. How long after you get bit do you have? I think it's it, different. It depends. Yeah, the uh, one girl, the one girl who they did cure after she so, showed symptoms. Actually, it's happened a couple times since last year. Um, she, it was like a month to two months after she got bit by a bat, and the only way they did it is they basically ran all her blood, like through a what you call it, bleach or some shit. I don't know. That's intense. Ugh. But don't watch rabies videos if uh No, I'm not gonna. Don't worry about it. You need to go to sleep at night. Okay. Which I do. Corey, how was your week? It was good. Uh I think we're gonna have a long episode, so I'm not gonna talk about too much. But I did wanna say that I started downloading mods for Skyrim. Oh finally. Anything cool? Oh my god, it's so much fun. I actually uh, I'll just briefly run through the list of mods that I got. I figured I've got a PC, I've got Skyrim, why don't I have any mods? Because you had asked me last week, Dan, I was like, no, yeah. I'm not going to mess around with that. Um, so what I did is I didn't download any mods that affect gameplay or anything like that. It's all presentation stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so I have a lighting mod that makes for more realistic lighting. Um, it's kind of hard to explain, so I won't bother at this point. Uh, additional music mod which adds a bunch of gameplay music for like combat or exploring and all that stuff uh one called loud waterfalls which just makes waterfalls a lot louder yeah which makes cool. sense um, yeah yeah uh one call one's called guard dialogue overhaul so they actually have the voice original voice actors um do additional voices for the guards uh make it a little more realistic and less same thing over and over again yeah so they don't say like Three different sentences. Took an arrow in the knee. Yeah. Uh, two enhanced soundtrack mods. Again, it's just more music. Uh, static mesh improvement mod. It's like a texture thing. Wet and cold. Uh, you can see your breath and stuff when you're when it's cold out. Um, water and terrain enhancement. Uh, vibrant aurora. I have like how many do I have? Um, like thirty. Wow. But anyway. It makes for a pretty fun game. They're pretty much just graphical and noise. Um, and I didn't even have... I didn't even realize I didn't have the HD texture pack installed. So I installed that, too. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. I got one called Rainbows and one called Shooting Stars. Nice. Um, one adds the Milky Way galaxy to the sky at night. Oh, nice. Which is really cool. 
Um, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful game. And and speaking of that, because I've I've started playing Skyrim again, as I'm getting into Skyrim lore, and actually found a podcast called Everlore, which is done by this one dude whose name is also Corey. Um, and I've been listening to that, and I'm just loving the hell out of it. Like, uh, why the not necessarily why, but how the Dweamer disappeared, and just the origins of all the races and the the cosmology behind the universe and stuff. It's really fascinating. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty deep universe, definitely. Yeah. Okay. And there's, I mean, all the games we've played take place on the continent of Tamriel. There's, there's like five other continents that they haven't even touched yet. Really? Do you think they're yeah. going to get to them at some point? I certainly hope so. Yeah. Oh, there's scrolls online. No, no that's all on Tamriel too. It's still on Tamriel, but mm-hmm. it takes place 400 years before the events of the games. Oh, something wow. like that. Yeah, it's quite a bit. Remember. Quite a bit ahead. Yeah, but anyway, uh, it is fascinating, and I have been. It's it's turning into one of those games that I don't like to put down at night, and I weigh that balance between getting a good night's sleep and playing as much Skyrim as I need to. Uh-huh. Nice. Uh, I'm hooked. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna get back into Skyrim at some point. Yeah, I bought it the legendary edition for PC that I'll play it play at some point too. Yeah, me too. I should play it. So we're gonna get hooked on it and that's all we're gonna talk about. Nah. Yeah. I don't want that to happen. I, don't I do. You, you do I deep do. down. Yeah. Okay. Uh I've only got one quick thing to talk about. I was supposed to do uh put on a new muffler on my car uh, last weekend but the muffler i got I ended up getting was too big it didn't fit i only have a little bit of space between my back wheel well and the back bumper so uh, i got to get a very specialized muffler and the only ones i had locally were like 250 bucks uh, which i will not do so i did some searching on the internet and found a full exhaust system for uh like 150 so i'm just going to put on a whole new exhaust system the only problem is is it's one of those fart tube exhaust systems but because it's the cheapest I can find, what that's that what I'm going to get. The, you know, the the, the Fat Ride exhaust system. Oh. Um, but you can get caps to, to put on, like, your muffler to make it so it doesn't make do that. that noise. So that's, that's what I'm going to do. Um, no, you I, should leave it. Well, <laughs> I'll leave it for a little while just because it's funny. Because you're to in see, a, yeah. To see a dented, rusted old Ford Focus <laughs> with a fart tube on it. I just think that's funny. <laughs> people, be great. people are going to make so many comments. That's fine. I'll just say, hey, it's by far the cheapest exhaust system I could find, so what do I care? Some people make their own. Yeah, I probably could, but I don't have the technical know-how at this point to do that. You have to be able to, like, weld and stuff, which I can't do, so I'm just going to buy. I've got a soldering iron you could borrow. I don't know if soldering works on exhaust (laughs) systems. (laughs) I I would try it if you could, but, yeah, that's all I have to talk about. I'm sure there's something else, but I didn't didn't take a lot of notes because all my notes are... For the episode, so we're going to take a quick break and be back with our Fall Games Preview Part 1 right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to Episode 110 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are doing our Fall 2013 Fall Games Preview Part 1. Uh, starting in September, September 3rd, uh, Diablo 3 is seeing its console debut uh, on the PS3, Xbox 360, we don't need to get too far into that. Corey, did you have anything on Diablo 3? Just briefly, uh, someone on NBC, believe it or not, I forget the actual name of the 
channel on NBC.com said it played like uh, the old Gauntlet games, oh. which to me is a big plus for couch co-op. Yeah. yeah. Those were a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think it, it'll probably do better on, on a console than, than PC. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, console release of Diablo 3, September 3rd. Also, September 3rd, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons is coming out for PSN. Now, this has already been released on Xbox 360 and PC, I believe. Um, I have it's... it for 360. Oh, do you? I haven't played it yet. Okay. I do, too. Um, but it's it's making its way to the PSN. So, there's that. Uh, also, September 3rd, Dead or Alive 5 Ultimate for PS3 and Xbox 360. Uh, it's the expanded version of Dead or Alive 5 with some gameplay uh, tweaks and new characters. Etc. I feel like every year we've done this podcast, there's a Dead Alive that comes out. <laughs> Probably. And nobody cares about no. it. I did actually do a little bit of research. Uh, what I was shooting for this time around, Dan, and I'm going to go back to Brothers just briefly. Okay. Yeah, um, just stop me if you if you have something yeah. to watch. I'm in. Um, what I went, did this time around is I focused more on the games I knew very little about, just to okay. try and expand uh, what I knew about them. But anyway, um, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, as Dan mentioned, is coming out for PSN. Uh, it's an adventure game from Starbreeze Studios, who actually did Payday 2. I didn't know that. Good game. Well, I didn't know that either. It's Both. a sweet game, so this one must be really good, too. Got good reviews. Yeah. Um, and it actually just came out on Steam, so if you're looking to play I'm gonna I'm going to get it on Steam. Um, because I've heard that it is a early game of the year contender. Um, it's reviewing on PC very well. One of... Uh, they say it's one of those like spellbinding art games, similar to like Journey or something like that. Um, and basically, it's a story-driven game, and it follows two brothers trying to save their dying father. And the players, the player, I should say, controls each brother with each analog stick. So the left is one brother, the right is another uh, brother. Um, but anyway, it's supposed to be a really good game. I'm interested to try it. I don't know if any of you guys are interested, but I'll I'll at least report back. Um, Dead or Alive 5, as Dan mentioned, has some gameplay tweaks. Um, new characters, I'll just briefly run down the new character list because I think this is one of the most interesting parts of it. Because essentially it's just an expanded edition of Dead or Alive 5, which came out, in, as Will mentioned, 2012. Um, Momiji from Ninja Gaiden. Jackie Bryant from Virtual Fighter. Leon returning from the Dead or Alive series. Ayn returning from earlier Dead or Alive games. And Rachel from Ninja Gaiden. I know who none of these people are. Um... I don't care about this game, and uh, some people might, and I apologize to those people, but I'm just not into fighting games. Yeah, so, yeah. I had Dead or Alive three, maybe or two. The one, the one that you could play as a Spartan in, um, and it was fun, but it was a fighting game, and I played it for like yeah. a week. And I, I actually am kind of interested in getting a fighting game for my Vita. Um, I bought one that's kind of a fighting game for the indie sale that they have going on that I'll talk about later, but I really enjoy it, and I think it would be fun on Vita. Uh-huh. For like well, this bucks. one, Eric, uh, I don't think it's on Vita, but it has two-on-two tag team online multiplayer. Ooh. Oh, nice. There is a Dead or... Uh, I think it's a Dead or Alive 5 Plus or something like that that's out for Vita that was on sale for 10 bucks up until yesterday, but I didn't bite. Uh-huh. I don't blame you. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Uh, the best Dead or Alive game was Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. Agreed. Extreme Beach Volleyball, yeah, definitely. Any any other thoughts on Dead or Alive 5? No. No, okay. Uh, Next (laughs) on the list, Total War Rome 2 for PC. Uh, Obviously, it's the next iteration of the Total War series. It focuses on accurate 
accurately portraying the whole period of 272 BC and later, um, as opposed to just the Roman Republic. I guess the Total War Rome was just just about the Roman Republic. This is has a little more uh, um, inclusion of, of some of the different different peoples from from the area. So you can play as a couple different ones, and then a lot of the other you know peoples uh, of the area are in the game in one way or the other not necessarily playable but i i looked at the list and i didn't write it down i wish i had at this point but yeah it gives you it gives you a little more flexibility for the for the total war mm-hmm. who you want to play as instead of just playing the roman republic i'd still like to play that first one that i bought all those yeah. all those ages ago well i was gonna say this would be a buy for me on september 3rd but i haven't played the first one it, i just downloaded it and installed it so i'm gonna get to the first one soon and hopefully get to this one before too long because it we looks should play it it looks amazing it really does yeah, i was one. watching some videos from it. it looks awesome yeah uh the internet tells me that this is the fan favorite of the total war series the total war uh rome the original one uh-huh. um so this one's really highly anticipated, but as Eric said, I think we bought it at the same time, and I haven't yeah, touched it yet. Well, it was, it was a those, dollar. Yeah, it was one of those things where we made an agreement that we'd play it together, Corey. It was similar, a Steam sale, wasn't it? It was. It was similar to Portal, except at least we both bought this game. Right. Oh. You see? It was, I bought it for $1. So did I. Exactly. You I, can't pass that up. We actually all agreed to buy it and play it with each other, but... Do we all have it? I, think I so. was the only one that didn't buy it because I knew it wasn't going to happen. I when we first talked about it, I didn't buy it either. Just Corey and Eric. That was like last year. Yeah, it at was some last point. year. I bought it sometime this year for okay. a dollar. Look, if we can't even get the four of us together to play our Age of Empires three rubber match That's from true. six months ago, we can. I just need to know ahead of time. Oh, Dungeon Defenders, another one. Eric bought for all of us and didn't play. Well, it. I told him not to get it for me because I knew I wouldn't play it. Why well, already bought it? <laughs> it was too late. And I'd do it again. Yeah. That's a common theme. So, yeah. So that's uh, also September 3rd. Uh, Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse HD remake for PSN. Sick. Uh, probably going to get that. Took a lot of research on Just this one. Just saw it today, uh-huh. actually. Uh, probably going to get that one, Dan. Yeah. Looks amazing. It does look cool. HD remake. Always a good thing. Mickey. I mean, check it out. Yep. Castle of Illusion. I yeah. don't know what that means. But it's whatever. a castle with a lot of illusions in it. Right. <laughs> Or uh, it's uh, an illusioned castle. Ooh, Maybe. Really depends how deep they wanted to get. Maybe. Yeah. How meta. That's what she's done. Also <laughs> September 3rd, uh, One Piece Pirate Warriors 2 for the PS3. Uh, it's an action game by Tecmo Koei. That's all I wrote about it. Corey? <laughs> That's all you is, needed to write. It is a sequel yeah. uh, of the original One Piece Pirate Warriors That's that only two. came out last year. So uh, it's, it's kind of a quick turnaround for a sequel. Um, yeah, the original Call of Duty. The original sold so well that they decided to make a sequel. It, I did. I, I had no idea what this was. I knew nothing about it, so I looked up some videos and stuff. It looks like a Dynasty Warriors type game. Uh, lots of lots of enemies on the screen and lots of playable characters, and it st- sort of has that Japanese uh, panache. I don't know if that's the right word. Color me interested. Um, and I went I went to their website, but I couldn't. It's kind of hard to figure out because it was all in Japanese, and I couldn't find an English language one. <laughs> So, Did you buy Rosetta I mean, Stone to learn Japanese then? <laughs> this is one of those ones that you put your thumbs down and at, but you never know. I mean, I think, what games did we say about that last year? That I think there was at least one of them that turned out being really, really critically acclaimed. Yeah, yeah we did shit pretty hard on a game, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was Far Cry 3. Yeah, we did. Yeah, from E3. <laughs> yeah, we were all just like, oh, Far Cry, oh, who even plays that? It was probably going to suck. And yeah. I thought awesome. their presentation was we really bad. It. <laughs> 
As it got closer to release, though, we sort of warmed up on it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I bought it and it was awesome. Yeah. You yeah. couldn't. You couldn't really tell what the game was about by watching the E3 stuff. Like, no, they did if, a terrible job of presenting it. If you weren't a Far Cry fan, you didn't really know or care about it. So. Which was the boat we were in. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So. Now I want to play it again. That's One Piece. Yeah, I want to play it. I traded for the first it in. Uh, so that's One Piece Pirate Warriors 2. Uh, last on September 3rd is Rayman Legends coming out for <laughs> PC, PS3, Wii U, Xbox 360, and PS Vita. Uh, obviously, that's a, a platformer by Ubisoft. It's a game everyone, a lot of people are looking forward to. It's a direct sequel to Rayman Origins also. so The biggest story surrounding that is it was originally supposed to be a Wii U exclusive. <laughs> yes, it was supposed Stupid. to be a Wii U exclusive. Sucks to be them. And I, as as a innocent observer, um, I can imagine some Wii U uh, early adopters were pretty PO'd at yeah. this whole situation. Because it was supposed to come out, what, early in the year? Like March or something like that? Yeah, it was February? supposed to come out early. It was supposed to be Wii exclusive. At least, you know, the Wii U version was supposed to come out earliest. But it was originally made as a Wii U exclusive, and then they yeah. they just they just did a crossover to other ports or did a, did ports to other systems. Right? There are a couple games that were supposed to be Wii U exclusive, and they ended up going cross platform. Yeah. Which I mean, I don't blame them. Nah, yeah, no, I was gonna no, say, no. why would you blame Noobs. them? For that? Uh, by the way, I was wrong, Dan. That does come out for Vita on that day, so I will be able to to take part in that discussion. Okay, so Are I you think in Rayman Legends. Yeah, I'm gonna get it for Vita. Sweet. Uh, so, I mean, I'm kind of teasing things a little but our next week's episode will be about rayman legends which by the way is getting great reviews yes it is uh me dan, and, are you getting it for pc no i'm getting it for wii u god damn it so wii u oh, sucks. are you getting it for pc or wii u i haven't decided if i'm gonna get it but if i okay. do get it will who's more likely to play online with you me or dan i'm not gonna play online i, I bought me, me and my wife are gonna play it together dan will straight up tell you i ain't fucking playing with <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> all right Corey, looks like i'm getting it on pc if i get it no i got I think... it I, i'm getting it for the wii so me and my wife can play together so okay. That's, maybe i'll do the same um because my girlfriend liked rayman origins a lot do Sorry, you have will. a wii u Corey? yeah you're not telling i'll us? get it on xbox i just meant for uh, console oh so should i get it on console. xbox <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm getting it for Vita A because I think that kind of game will be great on my Vita, and B because it's twenty dollars cheaper. It's supposed to use touch controls well, so I, I want, I'm really interested to use the back touchpad yeah. that I didn't even know about. Right. So hopefully it's got some of that in it. Okay. Um, just a little bit more on that. It's four player co op. Um, the flying fairy Murphy is also controlled in the game. If you get the Wii U version, you can control him on the gamepad. Um, everyone else for consoles or PC, it's uh, controlled by the AI. Or no, it's, it's controlled by the player who's playing, um, but you just guide him by choosing what you want him to do. A little less fun, in my opinion. But I okay. sort of asked the question, why couldn't Xbox use Smart Glass for that um, and PlayStation use the Vita for something like that? I don't, I, know I don't think they've quite figured out how to best use smart glass. Yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. a little too early for them. Um, but anyway, and I still, you know, the reason why I'm really rooting for this game is not only because I really liked Rayman Origins, but I'm still sort of like driving the the nin- Nintendo stuff pissing me off boat um, with the Mario games and stuff like that. I, I feel like this game is going to be so much better. Rayman Origins was so much better than the Mario platformers. Right. Not the not the 3D Marios, but you know the new Super Mario Brothers, whatever. Right. Um, and those were good games. Don't get me wrong; I liked them. But I just feel like there's so much more in Rayman. 
gameplay-wise. Um, and also, in this one, 120 levels to clear, plus 40 remastered Rayman Origins levels. And then once you beat them, there's invaded versions of the levels, uh, which basically means the levels are remixed with new enemies um, and objectives. And as Eric said, getting high praise. Really yeah. high praise. Yep. Okay. I originally wasn't going to get it. I, well, I was on the fence, and I had talked myself off the fence, and then I saw the review scores, and everybody's like, oh, this game's great, and I was like, 40 bucks on Vita, I can do it. Right. We'll swing it. Yeah. I, I hate this podcast. I always make you buy things that I had no interest in. Yeah. But then you'll end up it's probably great, really though. liking. Yeah. Yeah, and it's only money. Yep. You're going to make more. Yep. Sure, I am working through school. There you go. Will's a single working Father. individual. Mother. <laughs> Father. Son. Okay. So yeah, Rayman Legend September third. That'll be our next week's episode, obviously. Of course I you know, I kinda tease that, so you have that to look forward to. September fourth, Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse H D remake is coming out for the PC and Xbox Live Arcade. So Sick. yes. Rock on. Uh September tenth, uh, my birthday. Hey, hey. Metro Last Light coming out for Mac. So if you oh. if you if you have a uh, uh Mac and haven't played Metro Last Light, now's your chance. Get it. Uh, there's also a Linux version in the works. No release date on that yet, but they, they will come out for Linux. So, uh, Also September 10th, Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix for the PS3, uh, which was announced at E3. It's a remake of the original um, Kingdom Hearts. I want to get that, but, but there's another game that day I'm getting. Ba- yeah, kind of a bad time frame. Yeah. It's okay. so much more, though, Dan. Right, and also Kingdom Hearts series gets the award for worst names of their games ever. Um, so let me try and get through. Let me try and get through this. Okay, it is the HD remastered collection of three games. Well, two and a half games. Uh, the first one is Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, which is Japan's version of our original Kingdom Hearts game. Um, our original Kingdom Hearts game had stuff that their original one didn't. So they re-released it in Japan as Kingdom Hearts Final Mix. That's one that's in this. Um, the second thing that's in it is Kingdom Hearts RE. I'm not supposed to be, if it's supposed to be like regarding or something. Uh, Chain of Memories, and this is for this was for the Game Boy Advance originally, and it was a direct sequel to the first game, uh, and it it was a bridge between the first Kingdom Hearts and the second Kingdom Hearts. The last one it has is Kingdom Hearts 358 in a half days. Um, this was a Nintendo DS game, and it's also set mostly, I'm not sure what that means because I didn't play it, between Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. And this time, instead of the actual game being part of this collection, it's a, uh, what they're calling theater mode, which is two hours and 50 minutes of HD remastered cinematics from that game. Okay. I think that's really cool. So there's quite a bit of game there, in other words. There's yeah, I mean there's those two full games and then the theater mode edition of that third game, which I think is really interesting to package in something like this, a game that isn't really necessarily worth going back and playing, but giving you the cinematics and the story behind it. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. yeah I actually I wanted to get this already. I didn't know it had all this stuff in it. That's cool. I mean, I I would play uh like an abridged version or, you know, watch the abridged cinematics of we, I mean, we brought up Far Cry 3. I'm never going to go back and play 1 and 2, but if if they, you know, down the line released a Kingdom Hearts, or, sorry, Far Cry whatever, 
with abridged versions of those two games, I would, you know, that would be a, a reason for me to buy it. You, I think that would be really cool. YouTube. Yeah, but I mean, when it's presented, when it's right. presented and crafted by the developer, yeah. and you know, it's a little it's more meaningful. little better. It's a little better than uh, Let's Play by the Thumbstick Athletes or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Anything else? Nah. Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Also, September 10th, NHL 14 for PS3 and Xbox 360. I don't think we need to chat too much about that, right? Sure know. do, Dan. Yeah, we do need to talk about that. Are we doing that now or later, Corey? Because I played the demo. Did you? Oh, you played the demo? I did. Let's save it for, for what we played. Um, for what Eric just played. So we can get through this quick. But I do. there is some stuff I want to talk about, Dan. I know I'm probably most excited about it. Um, maybe yeah. Eric will find out. Um, it's the... So if you guys... How about a little trivia? Are you serious? Okay. If you guys have seen the cover, it's Marty Brodeur. Uh, who is the first goalie to be featured on the cover of EA's NHL game since 1997? Patrick Waugh. I was going to say Waugh. Who was that goalie? Patrick Waugh. Well, not not Patrick Waugh, since no. you didn't just say, wow, how'd you know that? <laughs> no, it's... Um... Hold on, let's go around the table. Ed Belfour. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, who was the goalie for the Rangers back then? Ah! It was him. Who was it? What's his wait, name? What was, wait, what was the year? Mike Richter. Right, yeah. Richter, yeah. Dang it, Dan. it wasn't him, but it was John Van Beesbrook, who oh, was wow. also a Ranger goalie. Oh. Um, it wasn't Patrick I'm not Wah. sure who we played for then. Hartford? Florida. Did play for Hartford? Florida. Florida. It was Florida. How I know that, don't ask me. That's pretty nutty. You know that. I, I'm telling you, with sports, I see it once and I remember it. Yeah. That's weird. It's like Will and game show hosts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember any of them now. Yeah, when you're, when you're young, though, you have that <laughs> photographic memory. Do you remember me quizzing you when yeah. you were little on that? Everybody used to quiz me. Yeah. I'd get them all. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I, I went through the marketing chat, and there's a lot of uh, EA bullshit, you know, better, smarter, whatever. Um, but there are two, two – I kind of tried to pull out what was actually tangible, and two things um, – two engine overhauls I should talk about are – Collision Physics, which it's adopting the FIFA engine for Collision Physics. Um, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, Eric. It's a, medi- commentary? It's a mediocre thing. The mediocre thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also the Fighting uh, slash Enforcer engine, which they're pulling out of Fight Night, which I'm cool with. I actually watched some gameplay stuff. It looks good to me. Um, I, I know got some in people a fight. Were... What? I got in a fight. You, I'm interested to hear about it. All but right. also there's faster or skating improvements. Um, two of the more notable ones being faster pivots, uh, more realistic pivots, I should say. And I saw it in the video, and it makes makes a little bit more sense. Um, and defensive strafing. So rather than ha- rather than as a defenseman pivoting and you know losing your losing your man because of it because he fakes you out, you can strafe a little bit better as a defenseman um, side to side, which which makes a little more sense. There's a new deking system, which I feel like is going to be huge because uh, instead of it was like a combination of pressing three buttons in nhl 13 uh to deke and it was kind of awkward and you didn't really do it very often maybe just when you're going on -on one-on-one with somebody and you wanted to fake them out at the blue line or something like that but now it's uh one touch deeks you just press the left l1 um or the bumper on i guess it would be on the xbox controller and uh and a direction yeah in the direction you want to deke yeah um and and apparently that makes it really really easy and I, i thought that was important because we always talk about how, you know, there's no more highlight reel goals. I feel like that'll bring it back a little bit because you can do some pretty fun uh, fancy pants and 
There are be a pro off-ice interactions, which apparently affect player development. I don't know to what extent. I didn't research that too much, but that could be interesting. We'll see how it's executed. Um, and, you know, I talked about it before, but I'm really excited for the NHL 94 Anniversary Edition. Which I played. You did play that? Yep. Sweet. Uh, 20 years. It's been 20 years since NHL 94. Um, so, it's yeah, it's NHL 94 with current rosters and some graphical updates. Plays the same. Nice. I'm in. Okay. Are you buying that, Corey? Yeah. For what? God. Xbox. Oh, shit. I mean, Derek's getting it for <laughs> Xbox, too. God dang well, it. Well, I have to. Now right. I'm getting it. <laughs> well, hasn't even heard what I've said about it. He's like, oh, I'm getting it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing about it, though, Eric. Yeah. Okay. So I was I was hoping you would play it, too, Corey, and I don't know why I didn't just text you and tell you Yeah, you, you should have texted me. Then I would have. Well, they didn't. There was no pub for it whatsoever. Yeah, I no. saw it. I was. I turned my PS3 on. I was like, "Oh, NHL demos." I was like, "Well, I'm. Why not play it?" You know yeah. what I mean? Give it. Give it a shot. Right. Okay. Uh, moving on. Killzone Mercenary for the PS Vita. It's the second handheld Killzone game. You play as a mercenary in the Killzone universe, allowing the players more uh, flexibility during the campaign. You can kind of customize your loadouts and how, how you want to approach your. Your your situation for during the campaign anyway, Eric. I know you're looking forward. Oh to this one. yeah, really excited for that, and I'm upset that NHL comes out the same day. I didn't know that. Right, that's a there's a hundred bucks out of the wall. Expensive day. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I can't really talk about it because right. I played the beta for Killzone Mercenaries on my Vita uh, just today. Actually, I played the beta, but there's the disclosure agreement. But am I? Can I say anything? No, nope. I don't really know I, how I they work. I mean, I, you just say what you thought of it. It was I guess. fucking awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't that, think they. I don't think a, they'd uh, send you a legal notice for saying that. Right. I, I'll just say. Don't one, say our game's awesome. One quick thing that I said to Dan and Will, I was like, I ne- when I was playing, I was thinking to myself, I never thought I would be having this kind of online, first-person shooter multiplayer experience on a handheld device. Right. I just was like, wow. This is fucking great. Uh-huh. So, okay. I'm happy. Uh, I didn't know if you had your, your cute little eye on it, Eric, but uh, if you didn't, I was going to recommend it because oh, it's I did. It. Yeah, this is another one I, I looked at and I kind of rolled my eyes at, but I was like, no, no, I'm going to you know give this a fair shake. Um, so I did. Apparently you play as a mercenary who works for both the ISA and later on the Hellgast as well. Um. And apparently, just from some of the reviews I read, it looks fantastic yeah. and integrates the touch controls extremely well. Um, um, I can't really talk about it. Sorry. Well, okay. Well, I mean, we'll talk about it at some point, but yeah. uh, that's just from one of the one of the reviews that I read. Um, and it does have a multiplayer component. Huge it seems multiplayer. Like, yeah. Yeah, it seems like this is this is a game that they uh, Gorilla Cambridge is the name of the developer, and it's Sony Computer Entertainment is the publisher. But it seems like you know they really they really went all out with this, and they want to make a good solid Vita game. And I think this is the one because everything I read was 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 pretty highly reviewed. And I've never been a really big Killzone fan. Granted, I don't think I've ever played a Killzone game. But <laughs> Will was saying that that's kind of a cool thing for all of us getting a PS4. Um, is that we've never played Killzone, yeah. so it'll be like a new first-person shooter experience for us, and yeah. that you know that, that is cool. Which is what I need. I always prefer the science fiction first-person shooters, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's a little more up my alley. And than, the, uh, the multiplayer for it is looking awesome. Yeah. I'm talking about the PS4 one. Right. We'll get into that one when when we get there. Yeah. Um. 
so yeah, kills on mercenary September tenth. Pumped. Okay. It's a good day. Right uh, around the oh corner. Man, so many good days coming up. You're not kidding, <laughs> man. This is uh, this is every fall. We're just like, well, yeah. man, this fall's gonna kick ass and be poor. Yeah. <laughs> also, my thirtieth birthday, September tenth. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a good uh, day for Dan. Yeah, I mean, I'll have a lasagna and my shower sodas, but you know, <laughs> shower sodas, nice. Yep. Soda. The worst uh, part about your birthday is going to bed because then it's over. That, and then you don't get special treatment anymore. Totally true. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. Also, September tenth, Amnesia, a machine for pigs for PC, Mac, and Linux. Uh, it's set in the same universe, but with a uh, different character and storyline than the first Amnesia game. Corey, sure is. I did play the first Amnesia game briefly because it was free on OnLive. Um, I think it still is. I think it was one of those ones they just gave to everybody for free. Yeah, I have this game actually. It came as part of a bundle. I got it as as a bundle. So did I. I've never played it. The, uh, yeah, The Dark Descent. It's really good. I recommend it. You guys, I mean, especially if you're into scary games. I'm going to play it at some point. People, people. I, I didn't play it enough to really say, but people say it's it's pretty freaking scary. Yeah, I know people um, are really excited for the next one. And it's, yeah, it's developed by the Chinese room who did a game I talked about, Dear Esther. And uh, oh, yeah. they sort of demonstrated to me that they... They can really do atmosphere, so I mean, for them to do a survival horror game is is pretty sweet. And they're also doing uh, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture, which we talked about briefly last week. Yeah, Corey, if um, you wouldn't mind, uh, when you're done talking about this, if you wouldn't mind looking for some gameplay footage, that I wouldn't mind seeing it. Yeah, see, sure, see sure it thing. In action, sure thing, Jennifer. You know, anybody know what that's from? No, friends. It's a wedding. It's a wedding singer. Yeah. Uh, It's set on New Year's Eve in 1899 Victorian London, and the story focuses on Oswald Mandis, is a wealthy, industrious, struck by tragedy, and has an awful fever. Um, Interlocking storyline, so you're not necessarily playing him um, the whole time, if at all, I don't really know. Um, So yeah, I mean, as I said, Dark Descent was a freaky game, and this one's being developed by a studio with a knack for uh, gameplay that, or, you know games that are perfect for survival horror. Uh-huh. They did something else. What else did they do? I can't remember. Not sure. Uh, it doesn't matter. But anyway, another one to look out for. I think it's going to be a... I don't know if it's going to be a full-price game. I don't think Amnesia was, was it? Uh, tw- I think it's 20 bucks. You can pre-order on Steam now. It's probably cheaper now if you pre-order it, but it's a $20 game. So, Also September 10th, Young Justice Legacy for PS3 and Xbox 360. It's a game based on the Young Justice TV series, which I am not at all familiar with. Will? And also delayed to November. Oh, it was delayed? Yeah. I I I forget how I found that out, but yeah. Broke Will's heart. And then last on September 10th, Puppeteer for the PS3. It's a side-scrolling platformer where he plays a, a puppet with his head cut off or torn off uh and putting on different heads gives you different abilities as the puppeteer the main character yeah this is definitely another under the radar one another one i looked at and rolled my eyes um but gave it a fair shake and and everything i read about it is that this is this is one to definitely watch out for eric i'm really jealous you're the only one with the ps3 I don't know if you're interested in this at all. I know nothing um, about this game. Never not on, heard of it. And not on, not on September 10th either because you already yeah. have two games that you're going to buy. Yeah, I'm not getting week. Puppeteer on September 10th. Right. Maybe later. I, it <laughs> it looks really to, cool. What Now, explain it to me a little bit, Corey. Um, so as Dan mentioned, you play a puppet whose head was torn off, 
I think you're actually a person who gets turned into a puppet. Yeah. Um, and his head right. gets torn off, and you can wear different heads throughout the game, and each head gives you a unique ability. But I uh, watched some video of it, and the setting is really cool because rather than you moving around the setting, the setting is like a puppet stage, and the setting mo- kind of moves around you. Oh. And it has a lot of whimsy. It kind of reminded me of Little Big Planet. And, okay. And uh, I think it looks really cool, and it's you don't hear much about it. It's definitely under the radar thing, but I I would recommend at least looking it up. I'll put some video of that up in a minute. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to see it. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so September 11th, Ducktales Remastered is coming out for Xbox Live Arcade. Now it's already out for PSN. PSN. So uh, maybe even PC. So it got some uh, dodgy reviews. Oh, did it? Yeah. It, I mean, it's a nostalgia game. Uh, yeah, yeah. I looked at it and I. I was like, mm, not getting it. Yeah, it's one of those games that if you played it when you were a kid, you probably would love the the remastered version of it. Yeah. So, yep, Ducktales. Corey, do you have anything on Ducktales? Nothing on Ducktales. It's okay. out for the Xbox P- Live Arcade at least, right? No, no it's PSN. PSN, and I think I think it's on Steam too, or it's on PC. I think it's yeah. someplace. Uh, September 12th, Arma 3 for PC. Uh, Arma 3 is the open world tactical shooter. In it, you play as, is it UN forces? NATO. NATO. NATO forces who are, who are, uh, battling against a resurgent Iran, Iranian, Iranian armor, army. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Easy for you to say. Right. (laughs) So, uh, Arma 3, Corey. Some new features. Underwater environments, uh, you scuba, which is pretty freaking sweet. Yeah. Um, drivable vehicles. I didn't know the Arma 2 didn't have that. Maybe it did, but I just read it wrong. Uh, numerous graphical updates. Apparently it looks pretty damn good. The draw distance is huge. I watched some gameplay footage of it. Um, and the world is also extremely huge. Uh, just kind of came out today. Somebody, I forget what website. I wish I could give them credit, but... Um, they did some comparison work, and it's essentially the world in Arma 3 is bigger than all recent open-world game maps combined. Yeah, I saw that and on then, Reddit. And then, and then some, by a lot. Yeah, I saw that on Reddit, and, and they had the Arma 3 map, and then, like, in the bottom corner, they had the Skyrim play, uh, the Skyrim, you know, Skyrim. Red Dead, Saints Row the Third. Yep, Saints Row, um, uh, Grand Theft Auto. It was... Yeah. It was Probably six or eight times bigger than than any of them. Wow. wow. Yeah. But this, I so. mean, this it, it, it reminded me a lot of Battlefield and stuff. But uh, I don't know much about Arma, so I don't want to piss off any Arma fans because it's, I know they're I know they're out there. It's supposed to be tactical and realistic. Like it's not a run and gun shooter like a Call of Duty or a oh, Battlefield I'd or Halo. Love that. Um, it's it's the it's a lot more tactical and, and realistic. So I gotta get a new PC one day. Yes, you do. I'll right sell now. you mine. I don't want yours. Yours is tainted. It's good, man. I'll show you Skyrim later, and you'll see. Running full blast. I don't want one right now, though. With all my mods. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. All my nerdy mods. Puppeteer looks cool, by the way. Yeah. Looks like a little big planet. Also September 12th, Card Hunter for PC. A browser-based flash game combining board and card game elements. That's all the research I did. I actually... um, I don't think I talked about it on this podcast, but I actually played Card Hunter. Did you? Uh, yeah, and I kept meaning to talk about it, and I kept forgetting. Okay. Because uh, I heard about it. Kotaku did a feature on it, like, I think it was even last year, saying, 
you know, how much it was anticipated. Um, apparently, it's been in development for three years, which is a long time. Yeah. It's a tactical... Hang on, somebody's calling me. Sorry. It's a tactical collectible card game and a tabletop RPG hybrid by Blue Manchu is the name of the studio. Um, the setup is that you are sitting around a table playing a pen and paper RPG with your friends. And again, you're playing on a browser and actually played on my Mac at work. Um, so, I mean, you can, pl- you can play it anywhere, which I like. It's really cool. And it's I, I would consider a hardcore game. But uh, as, as part of the pen and paper RPG... Um, you're also, instead of, your characters are controlled by collectible cards. And um, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this. Once you go into battle, rather than, you know, moving, it's, it's tactical, but rather than moving your guys around um, based on whatever rules are already set, it's based on the cards that you have. So you'll have move cards and attack cards and spell cards and stuff. And your cards are what you use to actually play. And same with, like, inventory and stuff. Your weapons are cards and all this stuff. So there is that collectible card game element, but it's also a tabletop RPG kind of thing. Um, it will, it's, it's free to play, but there are microtransactions. You use real money to buy in-game pizza, which is the currency, because <laughs> it's, it's sort of um, Nerdy. meta. Yeah, it's meta in that you're, the setup is that you're playing a tabletop RPG with your friends. But it's a lot of fun. Definitely one to watch out for. Okay. Excellent. Uh, September 13th, King of Fighters 13 uh, for PC. It's basically the PC release of the 2010 fighter, King of Fighters 13. Did you have anything for that, Corey? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Some of these games we just list because, you know, they're coming out. So Uh, September 15th, The Wonderful 101 for Wii U. uh, Called a mass hero action game. You play as a collective of superheroes who can combine into uh, and do attacks called Vine Unite Morphs, not Vine Morphs. Unite Morphs. Anything for the wonderful 101, Corey? I have a little bit. It's by Platinum Games, the developer who did Bayonetta, um, which I never played, but I've heard good things. Yeah. And Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, which I still want to play. Did that come out this year or was that last year? I think that's this year. Early this year. March, maybe? Yeah, it came out around the same time as Bioshock, maybe. Oh, yeah. I want to play that one, too, Corey. Yeah, maybe I'll get it. Do you still have your Xbox, Eric? Yeah. Maybe I'll buy it for Xbox and then give it to you once I beat it. Yeah, good idea. Um, it's already out everywhere but North America. Go figure. Sick. Yeah, um, it got released in Europe and Japan already. Yeah, that's silly. Is it getting? Have you seen any reviews? The sevens. Yeah. Average. It's a it's a good middling to good game. People are complaining about the control scheme. Yeah, yeah. So you you as the player, you control a bunch of superheroes repelling an alien attack. Uh, IGN summed it up really well. That kind of made sense to me. They said it's a raucous, over-the-top tribute to Japanese TV shows like Kamen Rider, which I don't know, and Power Rangers. Uh, The boss battles are supposedly a lot of fun and can take up to 20 minutes long, which I really like um, for boss battles. I like that kind of long, drawn-out thing. Unless it's the type of thing where 19 minutes in, you die and you have to start all over again. That sucks. Nobody likes wasting time like that. Nobody wants to play it again. No, I wouldn't. But as Dan said, the controls are sometimes unreliable, which could be really frustrating. But at the same time, it's a good showcase for the potential of the Wii U and its controls. Yeah. See, I had uh, heard that people just didn't want to take the time to, like, master the controls. You know, like like Platinum Games, one of their signatures is, you know, it, it, you know, easy to learn but lifetime to master type of control schemes. 
and that people didn't spend the time that they needed to really get good at the controls with the game. Okay. That's just what I read. I don't know. I know the the developer of the game didn't care. Right. People didn't like it. I believe yeah. he told them to F off, <laughs> well, actually. Yeah. A man after funny. my own heart. I'm getting it, so. Me too. That's... IGN made a crack about people buying that game. Really? Yep. No, they're ones. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, they're ones to talk. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> okay. Anything else on the wonderful 101, Corey? No. Okay. Uh, September 17th. Uh, nothing's coming out on September 17th. Move Dang. on. No, I'm just kidding. September 17th, Grand Theft Auto 5 for PS3 and Xbox 360. I took notes on that game. Uh, all right. Open world, uh, third-person shooter telling the story of three different protagonists and kind of how their stories intertwine. I believe Will. we have two buyers of this game. Will, in the go room. ahead. Uh, one sec. Let me get it, get it up here. Corey, we agreed to buy this, yeah? Yeah, sure did. <laughs> it's probably going to happen. But anyway... Um, the developer is Rockstar North, and the publisher is Rockstar Games. Um, as Dan said, the story follows uh, the three characters in an interconnected story. Um, the first character is Michael, who is a retired bank robber in his early 40s who lives with a dysfunctional family. Um, the next one is Trevor. Uh, I believe I read that he's Michael's former partner in crime, but he lives alone in a trailer in a desert, and he uh, he's like a psychopath or psychopathic actions and behaviors, and it's fueled by drugs. And the other character is Franklin, and he makes a living in Vespucci Beach, which is supposed to be, like, Venice Beach, like, uh, you know, type of area. California? California. Yeah. As as an American car uh, dealership, that's where he works. Um, The game is just structured around the lead character's plans to uh, execute complicated heists to gain wealth for themselves. Um, Let's see. A couple cool things. Does it have superpowers? It does not that I saw. Oh. Which, after playing, you know, the game with superpowers, I have a hard time <laughs> playing another game without them. I realize. But uh, a couple cool things I uh, read about it is the radio will have the original music, like they, you know, made it all up and uh, recorded it out. Um, one of our complaints about the Grand Theft Auto series is about how bad the shooting and driving is. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, they revamped that to make it better. But, I mean, they could say that. It would be hard to make it worse. Yeah, I mean, it was <laughs> yeah. pretty bad. Because we talked about how in Saints Row it actually feels like a shooter. Yeah. And that's it nice. really well. Yeah, and a good, like, a good driving. But, uh, yeah. apparently they revamped all the shooting and the driving. Uh, same with the cover system. And they got rid of their hard locking system, which was if they were in the vicinity of an enemy, it would hard lock to the guy. Yeah, so you couldn't it, switch who you wanted to shoot. Yeah, they said it, held, it braked immersion and stuff like that. So yeah. they said they just completely got rid of it. Yeah, good. Um, and apparently the world is considerably larger than any other GTAs. So, I mean, they can have a large world, but what they have in it, who knows? Um, and a little bit of GTA Online allows up to 16 players to a free roam, and these players can engage in races and bank heists and stuff like that. And there's a competitive multiplayer aspect where, uh, there can be teams and they can fight, like, a team deathmatch. Mm-hmm. And the game went gold already. Okay. So, there's just some stuff on it. All right. Corey, do you have anything on Grand Theft Auto? Nope. Okay. Nothing. All right. After playing Saints Row 4, though, I, th- I feel like I should get this so I can you should. compare them. I, I, I'm still of the mindset that they're not comparable. They're two different games. Yeah, true. Um, Saints Row, I had read, was compared a lot to the Crackdown, which I agree with because you kind of have superpowers in the Crackdown. Yeah. Uh, super high jumping and stuff like that. Like, I... I, I, I Still say that you can compare Saints Row the Third, third. to Grand Theft Auto, but not Saints Row Four. Four. It's just a different Saints Row Four totally 
became something completely different. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. That's a good point. But I, there will inevitably be comparisons, and we will make comparisons when the time comes. So, And after playing Saints Row and loving it as much as I, I do, I was figured I was like, I should probably play GTA V. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going back and forth on that one. Yeah, I mean, really my complaints about the Grand Theft Auto were the bad controls, and I didn't like the characters. So if the bad the bad controls are better, um, that's at least, you know, 50%, 50% better. 50%, yeah. So we'll have to see about the characters. Yeah, but... I, don't, I don't know. I'm still skeptical. Because, right. I mean, you you guys said how awesome you heard that GTA 4 was, and then it just wasn't awful. good at all. I'm only getting it because of the podcast. Right. It's literally the only reason I'm getting it, and okay. Corey's getting it, so we can play it together. But right, yeah, it's one of those ones you just kind of got to. You have well, to. Well, I mean, if you're doing a video game podcast, I feel like right. to have any credibility, you have one of us has to have Grand yeah. Theft Auto. Oh God. Same with Call of Duty. That's the one that really bites my ass. I'm right. not. I'm refusing. I already to said get I would that. do it. Thank God. Eric's taking one for the team. I really am because I don't want to get it. Yeah. But our Call of Duty episode from last year still gets downloaded pretty heavily. Yeah. <laughs> Which is nutty. You know what else gets a lot of downloads? iPhone 5. <laughs> iPhone 5 episode. Which is even nuttier. That was such a bad episode. <sighs> okay. I went back, did I tell you I went back and re-listened to it? It wasn't yeah. that bad. No, that's usually how it goes. We think we have a bad episode and then you're like, oh, that's not... I thought all we talked about was I figured like didn't we only talk about the iPhone for like five ten minutes and then talk about something else? Yeah, we talked about me building a PC. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No, it was just good good quality entertainment. Okay. Uh, also, September seventeenth, Mech Warrior Online nice. uh, for PC it is the online version of the Mech Warrior series. It's going to be free to play. Corey. Yeah, I looked into this one too. Another eye roller. Seems, but, uh, no, it's, I thought it sounded about awesome. It 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 did look kind of cool once I looked into it a little bit. Yeah. Um. So so players pilot what are called battle mechs, and as Dan said, it's free to play and online. Um, combat is intentionally slow, which is kind of a different change change of pace for uh, these types of online games. It's not like Call of Duty where you know somebody knifes you from behind and you're just dead, um, or somebody snipes you, you're just dead. You know, there's a little bit of. Uh, strategy involved and a sort of slow burn to your death rather than something really quick. Uh, apparently you have to calculate your attacks because so many things influence them. You have to take into consideration your mech, your opponent's mech, the range that you're at, um, the weather and the terrain are also huge influences. Uh, environments are a big factor overall. I watched some videos of uh, gameplay in fog, uh, lava levels, and one, one thing to note is like in the fog level, there's a lot of water, and your mechs can overheat, but if you go into the water, it'll cool your mech. That's kind of, of a neat kind of oh, thing. Oh, that is cool. Um, and the games are real-time in that, like, it's one-to-one between days. So, like, we're living in 2013. Uh, mech Warrior takes place in 3049, but, you know, our August 29th is the same as their August 29th, except it's that far in the future. And, yeah. you know, the day... What's the word? Scale is the same, hmm. which is kind of neat. Um, you can join what are called houses, which are like guilds, factions, and factions, whatever. Um, and where I had it in here, you but could, I don't. You can also be like a lone wolf, or you can join like a mercenary faction. But there's houses, yeah, that are like the primary factions in, in the game world. Yeah, which I thought was awesome. But it, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Um, 
I don't know if I'll ever play it. I just have a hard time believing I would enjoy that as a free-to-play game. Right. I feel like I'd hit some some pay barriers pretty early on, and that would be enough for me to be like, no. Well, you'd get in and get your ass kicked by someone who you know lives the Mech Warrior series, you know. And then <laughs> and I hate that person. Yeah. Already. Yeah. Exactly. You've you had enough. Know you had enough of that. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so September eighteenth, Broken Sword: The Serpent's Serpent's Curse. Serpent's that... Serpent's. Okay, my, my my writing is not good. So, uh, for PC, Mac, Linux, and iOS, it's the fifth installment of the Broken Sword series. Uh, it was also successfully kickstarted, which is I wanted to make a notation of. Also out for Droid and Vita. Oh, I didn't didn't get that. Yeah. Uh, I think that was yeah that was a separate article that I read. Okay. Um, Droid, I, did, I had no idea what this was, but Droid Gamers described it, which is a website I've never heard of. Uh, described it as Scooby Doo without the hippies and the dog. Okay. Um, so yeah, Dan said it's a dog? installment in the mystery series Broken Sword game, mostly a point and click adventure. Um, it's a little more. It's not you know what you'd think of a point and click. There's a little bit more going on. And in this, you will be in this one. You'll be solving the mystery of the disappearance of a very expensive painting. Um, one of the biggest things that stood out to me was the art style. It was really, really kind of cool looking. Um, and they call it the classic art style. Apparently, there's a lot of former Disney animators on the the squad. And it does it does look cool. Um, I'm tempted tempted to try it because it is so well respected, and you know people seem to be anticipating it quite a bit but uh, another one of those under the radar things i mean most kickstarter games are until they come out right but uh well not necessarily but you know most of these smaller games that oh this isn't really a smaller game i don't know what i'm trying to say but anyway looks kind of cool okay all right moving on september 24th fifa 14 for pc ps3 xbox 360 Wii, ps2 vita 3ds and psp did you say ps2 Yep, PS2. <laughs> wow. Yep. Why? It's a huge worldwide release, you know. It is. But anyway, Eric, take us away. FIFA yes. 14. FIFA 14 uh, this year. Uh, like Corey did with NHL, I, I went to the FIFA 14 website to get the rundown of the, uh, the new, usual new rigmarole yeah. of the new features just to see if I thought they would make any difference in the game. So... Pure Shot being the first one, uh, they describe that as players have the intelligence to adjust their stride and approach angle to find the best position for hitting the back of the net. I feel like that will make no difference. Okay. Because they kind of unless do that it's, anyway. is that I don't know if they're talking about the AI. Yeah, I think maybe. Well, does the AI shoot? No. Well, I guess what you're playing against might. Right. Yeah, I don't if, know. Yeah, if you're playing the the I'm computer. skeptical of this. Okay. If they're talking about your teammates and their AI, that would be helpful. Right. Um, in terms of them, you know, making a run when they're supposed to or stuff like that. But I'm skeptical of that actually being anything that makes a difference. Okay. Um, precision movement. Every step counts as players plant, pivot, cut, and shift momentum with the agility and explosiveness of real footballers. Nonsense. Mumbo jumbo. Okay. Uh, this one actually, I think could be kind of cool. Real ball physics, uh, realistic ball physics now determine trajectory of balls in, in game, enabling players to strike the ball with force from a distance or drill low rising shots with accuracy. Um, it's very hard to 
put together the right kind of power when you're shooting from a distance. Yeah, right. it is. There's only a few players in the game that you can really be pretty accurate with. They're, you know, some of the better players that have... Uh, actually, long shot is one of the stats in the game. Um, but there's only a few players that I would even bother shooting from a distance with. And soccer balls have a weird way of flying around when you kick them. Yeah. They curve. and They curve. Yeah. They dip. They, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So if they really can do do a good job of putting that in the game and, and making kicking from a distance, although I don't want to see guys taking shots from distance and it going in constantly. Right, from like midfield. Yeah, there needs to be a balance there. So hopefully they did a good job with that. But that is something that will be cool okay. to see a little bit more of a dip and a bend in the ball. Uh, so I'm excited to see that. I'll protect the ball. Protect the ball from opponents to control play through midfield and dictate the tempo of the match. This is another one that if it works correctly, it will be good. I'm still skeptical of whether that will actually work correctly. I feel I feel like these are all things that you've seen before on here. Right. Um, the thing with FIFA is that when you have the ball, you have to move it. You, you have to pass it quickly because if you try to, to keep the ball, like they do in, in real soccer, like... They call them controlling midfielders. They're just guys that are super good at keeping the ball, keeping the ball on their feet, and keeping it away from the other team, even when the other team's like right next to them. Yeah. There's guys like Cazorla for Arsenal, for instance. He can get out of anything, and it's crazy to watch. But if you do that in FIFA, the, you're gonna lose the ball. Right. You know what I mean? And but if they can figure out a way to prevent that, which they say they have done, it will be. It will make more sense to have slower guys in the midfield that are better defensively, that are better at controlling the ball, whereas right now it's just more of a speed game. Yeah, you pass it up and they run as fast as they can up the side exactly. of the field. To... Exactly. If okay. you don't have speed on your team, you have to be really, really fucking good to win a game. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think this would be great if it works out correctly and it would make you build a more realistic team as opposed to a fast team, right. which is what I usually do. Okay. Um, teammate intelligence better. Okay, so this is what I was talking about. Better decision making delivers tighter, smarter marking and improved run tracking. This is something they said they improved last year, and I think if I remember me talking about this game when it first came out last year, I felt like it did improve. Still room for improvement, right? Even though it did improve, which is good, there's still definitely room for improvement. Uh, a lot of times, I think the guys on your team would take off too early. And it's just not in the human eye to see it that quickly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And by the time you see it, you may have already passed it, but he's stopped his run. Right. From going off sides. So, yeah. I mean, that's something that if it, if it delivers, all this stuff is great, but are they going to deliver on right. it? Um, that being said, it's probably still going to be a great game. Right, right, right. Um, one thing that made me switch my pre-order from PS4 to Xbox 360... Um, I, you remember I had talked about they were mentioning Ultimate Team having uh, an Xbox exclusive part to it. Yeah. Well, they released what that was. Uh, what it is is you're going to be able to get, there's 40 legendary players um, that are going to be a part of Ultimate Team. Pele. Pele is one of them, yes. And that's only going to be on Xbox. Uh-huh. So I, I do want to do that because there's some Arsenal guys on there. And okay. Is Freddy Adudu one of them? <laughs> Freddy Adudu is not one of them, as it turns out. Um, but I'm excited for that. I, that's going to be a new twist on uh, on Ultimate Team. That's cool. I know Madden already did that, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, so cool. lo- looking forward to that part of it. 
Um, and perhaps the thing I'm most looking forward to with FIFA 14 is co-op season mode. Which, seasons is what I considered beating the game. Yeah. Beating Division 1. Co-op seasons is you play with a friend online against two other online friends. Um, which is something I think Jeff and I could have just a shit ton of fun with. Um, or Billy. And... Yeah, I don't know. I just I love the idea of being able to do two versus two co or co op seasons because I've loved seasons so much myself, and it's I guess it would I can't think of a way that they could make that evolve. But two versus two is a good way to do that without having to do um, clubs, which we which I've talked about before. But yeah, so I'm really really excited about that. Uh, Global transfer network. I don't know anything about this, but I'll read the description experience the world of professional scouting as you search for talent around the world uh a new hub delivers easy navigation and live scouting reports i'm assuming that's for single player mode which i really don't touch maybe i will this year if the the ai is better right i doubt it will be it's it never is yeah we'll see so you know again this is more a lot of mumbo jumbo stuff. I guess the real two things that are added that will make a difference is the ultimate team legendary players is cool, and the the two v two co op seasons will be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's always super intense. So, okay, yeah. But I, I, as everybody knows that listens to this, I will be talking plenty of FIFA fourteen at, when the time comes. Right. Okay. So. Excellent. Uh, moving on, Pro Evo Soccer twenty fourteen for PC, PS three, Xbox three sixty, and PSP. You write anything for that, Corey? He asked me to if I had a chance, which oh, I did not. Okay, soccer. Yeah, I, it's FIFA's younger brother. Right. I, actually, M. Nels is more, I think, more excited for that than he is FIFA. Okay, but say you always say a lot of people are into that. No, they are. I think it's kind of fallen off a little bit with how good FIFA's been the past couple of years. Uh, wow. did, did you guys mention? I think you did mention last week about Xbox patch, packaging FIFA 14 for free. Yes, in Europe. Yeah. Yep. That was a great move. Oh, you know what? I I think uh, because I told you you could have that nibble bit, I didn't talk about it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, somebody in the chat asked me what I thought of it. I think it's uh, a brilliant move for them to do in Europe. I mean, yeah. everybody there is going to buy that game. Yeah. My that question is, is, go ahead. Why don't Why don't they try and strike a similar part? Not with FIFA in the United States, but Madden. you know, like Madden or something. Madden would be the the choice for that. Maybe because Xbox, I know in Europe the PlayStation was generally sold better. Maybe they're yep. just trying to get some more systems into the Europeans' hands. For me, that would make a that difference. Yeah, but okay. M. Nels says uh, Pro Evo and FIFA are two very different games, and yeah. from my experience of playing them, he's right. Well, I have very limited experience of Pro Evo. But... You had Pro, v- it... Pro Evo like two years ago. No, right? I didn't. I only played the demo. Oh, okay. Is it sort of the difference between 2K NFL and Madden NFL? Like? I honestly didn't play enough of it to even really talk about it. I, I know right. I liked it, but okay. I do want to get it one of these years just for shits and giggles. Right. But I, I you know, I gets down to like forty bucks. I'm like, well, I'll wait for it to get down to twenty, and then yeah. like it, by the time it does, the new FIFA's out. Right. Yeah. Like, eh, right. Fuck it. Or you don't have the money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, M. Nell says that Pro Evo is a lot more complex than FIFA. Okay. So, not for a guy like me. <laughs> right. Too steep of a learning curve Yeah, for the you. learning curve for Pro Evo, probably way too much. Okay. For more of a thinking man. Exactly. For a guy <laughs> like M. Nell's. Okay. 
Uh, also, September 24th, Scribblenauts Unmasked, a DC Comics adventure for Wii U, 3DS, and PC. Uh, obviously, this is a DC Comics-themed version of Scribblenauts. I want it for my iPhone so bad. I'm sure it'll come out for that. Eventually. Um, I I wasn't excited about it until I looked into it today. Right. Um, it is the first Scribblenauts game to be based on a licensed property, and I was like, this makes total sense. Do you think Scribblenauts is the next Lego series in that, you know, whatever license they can nab, make a Scribblenauts-themed game around it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Why not? Yeah, because the Lego games are all going to the officially licensed thing now, too. Yeah. Get this. Well, they have been, they have. They have around 2,000 DC characters total in Scribblenauts. Wow. Jeez. I didn't realize there was many that there was that many DC comics characters. I would have said they like animated two thousand. Wow, that's crazy to me. Um, and also, you know, whatever adjectives you want to attach to these superheroes is fine. Um, I think in the Wikipedia article they use zombie Batman as an example. I would say fat Batman. I was gonna say that same one. Fat Batman. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I want to play this. I'm excited for it, to be honest with you. I, like I said, I wish I could get it on my iPhone. I don't know if it's something I'd want to sit at and play on my PC. Um, it would depend on the cost, too. You know, if it's a full $30 for uh, PC, but, you know, 10 on iOS, you know, which which one are you going to pick, you know? Yeah. Um, we, I mean, I, do you think most people are familiar with Scribblenauts at this point, or should we just briefly? I think you're probably familiar with Scribblenauts. Okay. It's been out a while, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, also September 24th, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows coming out for PSN. Uh, it's been out for, I think, Xbox Live Arcade and uh, maybe even PC. Very PC. soon. It comes out for Xbox Live Arcade very soon. Okay. Like It's days. out already on Steam. It's out already on Steam. I knew it was, had been released on something already. I'm actually going to look that up. No reason not to, right? I saw someone. I saw someone playing it on. Uh, there was a GIF from it on either Destructoid or Kotaku mm-hmm. that they were playing it. So it's based on the current Nickelodeon series, which I've actually seen an episode of. It's pretty good. It looks like a decent game. Yeah, it does look decent. Okay. Um, and it comes out. Well, if you see it, shout it. Twenty fourth. Twenty ninth. What? Didn't we just say it comes out on the 24th? Yeah, for PSN. I'm oh. struggling to find the uh, Xbox release date. Hey, yeah, I didn't. Uh, maybe at the end of August. Tomorrow? Yeah. It's very soon. Okay. I don't know. But already out on Steam? Yep. Okay. Anything else on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows? Nah, I'm going to put some up in the uh, stream, though, so if anybody wants to. Okay. Uh, September 26th, World of Warplanes. This is Wargaming.net's piloting combat game, uh, similar to World of Tanks, that sort of thing. Uh, they're also coming out with a World of, I think, World of Battleships or something like that. World of Goo? Yeah, no. It's more than just similar, Dan. Some would argue it's the same game. Right. Uh, no, not to that extent. But, uh, yeah, it's an action arcade flight simulator kind of thing. Online multiplayer game set in World War II uh, featuring USA, Japan, Germany, and the USSR. The gameplay, map, and financial system are all similar to World of Tanks. And it actually utilizes the same engine 
Uh, of course, the gameplay is tweaked for planes rather than tanks. Uh-huh. Uh, essentially, it is a team versus team match lasting up to 15 minutes. You either need to destroy all the enemy players, or if time runs out, it goes to a point-based thing, depending on how many planes you destroy, your team destroyed and ground troops and all that fun stuff. Which is kind of cool to me, World War II dogfights. That might be kind of fun. Yeah, I've al- always been interested in that genre. I never really got into it. I'll probably yeah. try it. It's free to play. Uh, there's a huge variety of aircraft and two different control schemes. One was like expert control scheme and one was something else. I think what would be a lot of fun is like a real realistic dogfighting game wherein, you know, one person controls the flight simulator aspect of it and you're, you know, you're actually doing all the things you need to do to keep a plane in the air while the other person is just your gunner. Yeah, that would plane. be a lot of fun. That'd well, be a blast. So the, the World War II pilots, they did, they both did that together. You know, if you're talking like the F-14 jets, they had two pilots, one that did the right. did the gunning well, apparently, and stuff. Apparently this game features aircraft all the way up to the Korean War jets. Okay. Uh, which is, I don't, I'm not sure how that makes total sense, but I, I, I guess if you're, you, if you're in a certain era, everybody has to pick planes from that era. Right. Uh, I don't think you're going to get oh, that's cool. World War II biplanes versus Korean War jets. Right. Um, but also there's this thing called clan battles on the global map, which is shared with World of Tanks. Oh, wow. So apparently there's some crossover there. I didn't get a chance to look into that, but that sounds interesting. Yeah. So World can... of Tanks is free to play, right? Yep. See, yeah. It's coming out for Xbox pretty soon. Yeah. I'll play it. It's big, man. It is yeah, big. Yeah, I, me- I remember scoffing at it when they announced it, and you guys informed me that it's actually pretty big. <laughs> it is huge. Well, I mean, it's, I think it's still okay to scoff at, but... Right. <laughs> like we did with Far Cry, and then I'm going to love it when I play it. I don't know about that. I wouldn't go that far. I uh, wouldn't either. It was just uh... uh Dan, by the way, Mutant Ninja Turtles came out today for the Xbox Live Arcade. Oh, okay, today. Perfect. So yeah, World of Warplanes, September 26th. Uh, October 1st, Etrian Odyssey Untold, The Millennium Girl for 3DS. This is a update of their original... Uh, Etrian Odyssey game, so... Corey? Yeah, just new voice acting and cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, also October 1st, NBA 2K14 for the PS3 and Xbox 360. Bounce tech. Yeah. <laughs> bounce, bounce, bounce. I, I thought about like looking into it, but I was like, ah, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, there were a few games I was just like, I don't want to look into this at all. And yeah. that was the thing one of them. Is, is those are great games. Yeah. The but, 2K basketball series, but like you said, bounce tech. Well, I mean, it's it's it, you run into the same thing with all the other sports games. It really doesn't change that much from year yeah. to year. So One of these years, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. I bought last year's. When's that come out? Uh, October 1st. Not getting it. I got too much shit coming out. Well, there's a, yep. another game you might be interested in getting on October 1st. Oh, Jay- and I think did, this is one I don't know about, did, so that's just great. Did Jay-Z do the soundtrack again? Cause it's not a new that album. I, not did that I know Did he do it or did Coldplay do it this year? I don't know. Coldplay. Jay-Z's got a new album out. It was, uh, it was Jay Cole, actually. Jay you Cole. guys are confusing the... Or was it Miley Cyrus? Two chains. Oh, God. Ugh. I didn't see that performance. I didn't either. Uh, but somebody I heard. at work showed it to me. I didn't either. Was she twerking? Um, a little bit. She yeah. was more. It was more like she's a disgusting mess yeah. than anything else. Like she's not even attractive. First of all, she's too damn skinny. Yeah. And and she's just a mess. Yeah. She looks awful with short hair, and her tongue was out wagging around. And like I, we've she already spent drugs. too much time talking about this. <laughs> yes, we have. Moving along. Doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. 
Yeah. Right? Bounce tax. I, I need to know if she was on drugs. She had to have been. Corey, there's no okay. way. Yes. Uh, also, October 1st, Rain for PS3. Oh, is that when that comes out? Yes. I'm getting that regardless. That's only like 15 bucks. That's, that's what I figured. Yeah. Uh, it's an adventure game where you follow a an invisible girl uh, when seeing her silhouette outlined in the rain. You kind of discover a world where there's lots of different invisible creatures. You are actually one of the invisible as well. I thought you become invisible when you start following the invisible girl. Well, I think that happens at the very beginning of the game. Right. Yeah. Uh, from PlayStation's Camp Studio, who did Tokyo Jungle, which was a weird-ass game. So <laughs> this one's probably pretty strange. Uh, a lot of people say it's reminiscent of Eco, which is a game that I really liked. A lot of people really liked. Uh, atmospheric, kind of, you know artsy in that way um and the developers have stated that they wanted the player to use their imaginations and explore their own fears i'm looking forward to it i like it It sounded really awesome yeah uh the psn games usually don't let me down so i'm really really excited for that one Uh i don't think it's coming for Vita, which kind of sucks at least not right away right but whatever okay uh, October 4th, Wind Waker HD for the Wii U. We kind of talked about this earlier. Did we mention that you can get it digitally, like, September 20th in Nibble Bits? No, we didn't. No. Yeah, that's one to mention. Yep. Um, but once again, it's probably 60 bucks. Yep. Digitally. Yep. Is it full price? Yeah. It is full price. That's crazy. That's what I keep saying. Like, if they charged even $50 for the digital versions of the games, they would have more sales. I'd got, I would have gotten There's, that. I, it's ridiculous that you would want to charge full price for a game that you can't trade in. And they're obviously trying to get people to get it digitally because why would they release it two right. weeks early? Right. You know, I, I, I will wait because I've... Only I've schmucks like me I, fall for that. I've played it before. Well, uh, and the thing about it is, I mean... Graphically, I feel like it's a game that would still hold up. It, it does. HD yeah. remake means little to me because it's not even a photo- photorealistic game. Well, it's it's formatted for a widescreen television stuff. Like if you were to plug your eh. game, GameCube into your widescreen television, it wouldn't. It wouldn't even not for it, sixty bucks. Well, I mean, the GameCube graphics aren't really that much different from the Wii U anyway. <laughs> when you look at it, I disagree. Soup to nuts. Kind of, I mean, yeah, just about the same thing, really. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Wind Waker HD October October fourth. I will I'll I'll buy it. I already pre-ordered it. Did you on Amazon? Yeah, I haven't yet. I will. Um, but yeah, like I, I just I I don't get. They're trying to push the digital sales. You cannot charge full price for a digital game. Yeah, I agree. Especially with that. a console game. You know. I agree with that. It's nutty. They're silly. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, actually, they, just go ahead. real quick. Yeah. That, I, every time I start up my. Uh, PSN store, they have like you know right now it's Grand Theft Auto, you know all the stuff that's coming out soon. Yeah, they pre-order it now, and then I see this sixty dollar price tag, and I'm like, that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you know you can't trade it in, right? uh, So you're paying full price for a game that you don't have a hard copy for that you can't ever trade in if you want to. Um, That's why I had to get rid of my PS3. I just couldn't look at Assassin's Creed anymore. (laughs) Right, you couldn't get rid of it even if you wanted to. (laughs) It's like cursed. Right. (laughs) <laughs> uh moving on october 8th beyond two souls for ps3 obviously it's the game starring ellen page and willem dafoe which we recently nicknamed i think we nicknamed it this beyond two souls uh black ops 2 yeah we did oh because of the war setting yeah yeah so what? thoughts on beyond two souls Corey, did you put did you get anything for that sure did go on with it you want me to dive through it yeah get to it 
So they're calling it an interactive drama, which I kind of like. Uh, Action-adventure game by Quantic Dream, who are the folks behind Heavy Rain. Uh, highly anticipated game, and it asks the question, what happens after death? Which is really interesting to me. I think there's a lot of people out there. It's it's one of the few games that hooked me with its concept. Um, you know, you tell me that, and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm here. Um, you control Jody Holmes, who is the Ellen Page character, for 15 years of her life between eight ages 8 and 23. They emphasize that the game is telling a story first, but that they will address some of the gameplay issues people had with Heavy Rain, uh, namely the QTEs. Um, and Ebenezer Samuel of the New York Daily News.com had the following quote about this game, which I feel like sums it up perfectly. He said, and at the end of the day, Beyond isn't meant to be some monstrous everyone-gotta-have-it-blockbuster in the mold of Call of Duty or Battlefield or Halo. It's a unique title that speaks to a unique following, a following that may not even instantly rush out to grab the PlayStation 4. And I like that they can acknowledge that. Um, too many yeah. games nowadays are going for, you know, accessibility to get a, a big audience and stuff like that. But they're yeah. like, you know, this, this game isn't for those people. That, I like great. that too, Corey. Um, and just a little side note, the project's original composer passed away, sadly, uh, and the replacement took over, and a good friend of the replacement happened to be Hans Zimmer, who also joined the team. Hans Zimmer is the compo- composer for uh, the Gladiator, The Dark Knight, and Inception, and I believe The Lion King. Oh, yeah. Something like that. So, uh, Credibility. Cool. Good credentials. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, like I've said before, I kind of cooled off on this one because of E3 when they showed it with the military thing, but I just have a feeling that I'm going to love it. Yeah. I just have that feeling. Yeah. Based on the description that Corey gave there. Like, the the interactive drama thing sounds fantastic to me, too. Like, I mean, that's what Heavy Rain was. A drama, mystery, murder, and I fucking, it's my favorite game ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, if that's, if that's what it is, what they're describing, I'll probably love it. Right. So. What I I missed I mean I don't, or maybe I just don't remember the the military aspect of that yeah it was the, a setting the, the E3 trailer they showed it looked it up, like Corey. a Call of Duty game pull it up and put it on there yeah E3 this year yeah yeah uh, they didn't because when we first saw this game it showed like like kind of weird stuff More happening sci-fi. yeah it was like in a in a forest and there was weird stuff like going alien on alien control almost or yeah something. like you couldn't I mean you couldn't really tell what was going on but there seemed to that's be like cool a, a weird force like kind of following Ellen well, Page that's the thing that's cool about it is that you couldn't tell what was going on but right. you were like okay there's something's like taking her body over it's like aliens or she's just fucking crazy or something yeah and and then you found out wait what is this real day military shit going on. Yeah, and then at E three they show a video of her in the desert like killing terrorists. Yeah, with a bandana. Really? That that took 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 away from it, I think. Oh, it sounds pretty cool, bro. Sounds fucking sick, bro. So, uh, and Eric, you know, was the first one to mention that, you know, it, it cooled them off a little bit on it the did. game because it, it made it seem like every other game, but I mean, maybe that that's just their one of their, story, their angle. storytelling mechanisms. Yeah, but, you know, Corey, like I said, I pre-ordered it anyway, just based off of Heavy Rain. Yeah. I don't feel like I could not buy this game because Heavy Rain's my favorite game. I don't. Yeah. I have to play it. Right. Plus, uh, I'm the only one who has a PS3. I was going to say, <laughs> you're getting all the good games, man. Yeah, dude, PS3's still kicking. Sure is. And Vita is, like, just starting to kick, which is fantastic. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, any other thoughts on Beyond Two Souls? <laughs> I'm more excited for it now than I was. Okay. So. Good. Uh, moving on. Also, October 8th, Disgaea D2, A Brighter Darkness for PS3. Uh, this is a tactical RPG, and obviously in the Disgaea series. I don't know if you remember, but there was that one story we did of the old woman in England that... that played a lot of video games and the two games she really played a lot were one of the D- disgaea strategy rpgs and uh grand theft auto 3 i think was weird. was the other game she she played a lot of to and she she played those games to, to keep her uh to keep her mind sharp know, sharp yeah exactly so uh disgaea 2 cory yeah disgaea so D2? this is awesome it is the sequel to 2003's disgaea hour of darkness um, it's like it's like a Final Fantasy Tactics came out with a sequel. Yeah, oh, cool. You know? Ten years old. This this first game is, and and they're revisiting um, all the game. The games, the game's characters, um, the 2003 games characters are the focus of this game, which is awesome. I, I imagine for fans of the series, uh, it's got to be pretty exciting to to revisit all your old pals from 2003. Um, and this, I wanted to know, is the number one franchise I want to get into. Yeah. Oh, cool. Looks awesome. I really um, want to get into this one too. Never played any of them that I remember anyway, but uh, it looks really cool, and I love the tactical RPGs. That does well, sound like right up your guy. I was like, just gonna say yeah. that's a that's a uh, game genre that I don't think is explored enough. They're starting to be like on Kickstarter a lot more strategy RPGs, um, but yeah, it's definitely an, an underutilized genre, I think. So I'm excited to see more games coming out in that vein. Anything else, Corey? No, not for that one. Okay. Also, October 8th, F1 2013 for PC, PS3, Xbox 360. It's Formula One Racing. Corey, nothing? Uh, F1? Yeah. I think I had just one second here. Sorry, I'm I'm multitasking, and men aren't good at multitasking. No, no, they're not. Sim racing game. It's more F1. Those are my notes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, F1. I, I saw it <laughs> advertised on Steam a little bit, so whatever. That's probably selling it a little bit short. I'm sure there's some some features in there that F1 fans would care about, but from an outside observer, eh. I'm not a fan of F1 racing, so whatevs. Uh, also, October 8th, Just Dance 2014 for PS3, Wii, Wii U, Xbox 360. Uh, it's Ubisoft turning their Just Dance franchise into a year, yearly release. Oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah, pumped for that. They, they announced at E3 that they were going to turn it into a yearly. Did you see that Battlefield announced they're not going to do that? Yeah, that's good. That is good. I like that. Was it just silence when they announced that it was going to be yearly? Uh, I mean, there was a <laughs> there handful. Was a couple... There was a handful of Just Dance fans, like hardcore fans in the audience, no doubt. Yes. Yeah. Corey, just dance. Yeah, I got a little bit. This is this is interesting to me. Um, the Xbox One will support six simultaneous dancers. Who has a living room big enough for that, first of all? Uh, don't. You don't need one with the new Kinect. What the fit? Take Six people dancing around? Flailing around. Hey, my, man. My living room's not the that The closer big. you are and the more you sweat all over each other, the better well, of a game. I mean, if you're trying to have a, a key party or an orgy, yeah, I mean, <laughs> then it's great, but... Well, who else is buying Just Dance? Yeah, he's, he, Corey's exactly right. He's exactly right. So they have a new mode. It's called On Stage. One player dances lead, two players dance backup. That sounds fun to me, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this would be a blast if we were just completely shit-faced. I would have to be shit-faced. Oh, so would I, Dan. No I'd doubt. have to be more than shit-faced. No doubt. There is a karaoke mode as well, 
which, I mean, it's a pretty cheap karaoke wow. system, if you ask me. It's more than dance. Um, yeah, not for the Wii, though. No karaoke on the Wii. Sorry, Wii owner. <laughs> As you could imagine. There's also call, some mode called World Dance Floor, which is essentially an MMO dance game. Ha- essentially, it's a simultaneous global playlist, so everybody's playing the same, dancing to the same songs at once across the world, Eric. Bringing people uh, together. <laughs> there are Bringing leaderboards. Bringing all the dance fanatics together. <laughs> there are leaderboards, and you can share your auto-dance clips. Screw chicks, I just want to dance. Tracks I'm interested in? None. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I actually, I wrote, I wrote tracks I'm interested in, because then after, uh, you know, all the, the stuff about the gameplay, it listed the tracks. So I wrote that before actually reading the tracks, and then I realized <laughs> there weren't any. What about a guy like me who likes Katy Perry? Katy Perry's on there. Which one? Oh, I like Katy Perry. Uh, name him. What do you mean? Not, not, not Baby Year Fi- Fireworks. Fireworks. No, not that Fireworks one. Fireworks is a great song. Isn't there a new song, Roar? I don't know. I don't know any it of those songs matter. except Fireworks. There's a, there's a Gwen Stefani song on there. Which one? Sucks. Bananas? I can't remember. <laughs> no. I don't even know what's called Bananas. Uh, Nana's on there for her hit. Who? Nana, 99. Oh, oh. 99 Luft Balloons. That's a great Luft song. Balloons. That's, that was the, as close Luft as you could get to me being like, all right. I don't know if there's you can dance to it really, but it's they a good should song. put like EDM on there, some like electronic dance music. I'd be into they that. Should put um, Gucci. Yeah, what's that song called? Endless Fantasy. All of them. I love that song. I don't know that that would be a good dance song. Oh, you could dance to that, Dan. I mean, I could, but no, I'm not a good dancer. People could dance to that. That's true. Yeah, you just drop some acid and boogie down. <laughs> That's what I do on my way to work every day. I drop some acid and put some Gucci on and just be on my way. There you go. I'm so pumped for this game. Yeah, just dance. This, this is I, this is really anticipated. I'll probably get it for my Wii U. Right. <laughs> well, I hope you didn't want to do any singing, Corey. Because karaoke's not included. Oh, Ooh. did I say that? Yeah, you did. For the Wii. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wii version, not Wii U. Did they put the karaoke in the GameCube version? That's <laughs> 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 the best question of the night. Is it rated M due to twerking? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you can share your auto dance clips, so oh. so you can you twerk know, it out. Online and experience share it. not rated by the ESRB. Oh man! I mean, I could wear tight mesh shorts and do and some just twerking. Twerk the hell out of it, Dan, and yeah. share it with the World Wide oh, yeah. Webs. Oh yeah, I've got the tight mesh shorts all picked out. I think we spent <laughs> no, the most August. time on this game than the other Anyway, October twelfth, Pokemon X and Y for 3DS. It is the sixth generation of the Pokemon series oh, games. Oh, Dan, that just uh, reminded me. I have an announcement to make about our biggest Pokemon fan. No, I know. Oh, I you already knew. Him. Yeah. Todd is moving. Yeah. To Seattle, Washington. So we'll probably no longer be on the podcast he unless won't. we Skype him in at some point. He he said that he would like to be Skyped in for the Pokemon episode. If we, I don't know that we're going to have a well, Pokemon episode. Well, if we episode. do, fine. If we don't. What? Oh, we're going to have one. Are we? Damn, do we want huge. to get? Do we want to get big? I, I guess we could. You guess. Looking at oh, shit, look, my table's gonna fall. Looking at the release schedule, <laughs> sounds like we need to get big, Corey. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah so Todd's Sorry. moving. That's okay. Uh, to Seattle, Washington. Uh huh. But he loves Pokemon. Right, loves Pokemon. Good for him. Any other thoughts oh, on Pokemon? Yeah, I had some Pokemon stuff. Uh, new Pokemon type, the fairy type. Oh, that's yeah. right. Which is 
super effective versus dragons. Finally, Did dragons one. not have something that was effective against them originally, Will? I think ice was the only thing that would ever do any damage to them. But other than that, uh, dragons would just hose everything else. So what's going to do damage to fairies? I heard they were going to throw the bug-type Pokemon a bone and make bug Pokemon hurt fairies. I don't know, though. This bugs. is gibberish, Will. Well, basically the bug-type Pokemon do absolutely nothing. Oh. They're just kind of there. like they have pod. Yeah, they're just they don't they don't do anything. They just get killed, and everybody laughs when they go out there. Caterpie, Caterpie. So they, I think I'd heard bug or like poison's gonna hurt fairy. Is is Nido Queen a bug type Pokemon? No. Uh, Nido, uh, I think Wait, are you stupid. <laughs> no, it's get like, your Pokedex out and look, dummy. It's, it's poison and something else. I think there uh, is a Pokedex on iOS. There is. That was uh, a Reddit thing the other day. I saw Pokemon Logic Professor Oak. The world's most informed scientist hands you a empty Pokedex. <laughs> That's true. Um, the first ever game in the series to feature polygonal 3D graphics. Polygonal. Polygonal. And also, there's a mode called Pokemon Amy, which I think they showed at E3. I think we made fun of it then, so we don't really need to make fun of it again. But it allows <laughs> players to interact with their Pokemon using the 3DS touchscreen and inner camera. Okay. You can tickle them and they tell tummies. you to do things. And... <laughs> Play little tummy sticks? Yeah. <laughs> With the Snorlax? Yeah. If only Snorlax were in it. Yeah, I All these new things. Really? Yeah, they have a lot of the uh, older generation <laughs> Pokemon in it, too. Really? Yeah, you idiot. <laughs> I'm you still... just see Jigglypuff just tummy sticking? The, 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 ori- <laughs> the, oh, original, the original 150 is the only Pokemon for me. Uh, I finally made Will spit out his drink. Spit take. My life is complete. It was on camera, too. It was on camera. <laughs> okay, anything else for Pokemon? Pokemans? I think we're good on Pokemon. You're right, Will? I need to move on. Okay. Oh, uh, no. Never mind. Uh, okay. Uh, October 13th, Skylander Swap Force for Wii, Wii U, Xbox 360, and PS3. Uh, it's the third kind of third iteration of the Skylanders games. It's got a uh, swappable top and bottom halves of characters, and also will include jumping. So, Skylanders, Corey. I got a few. Uh, it's the third game in the Skylanders series, and I asked myself the question: What was the second? Must have missed that Giants. one. Yep, Giants. Yeah, Giants. Okay. Uh, much of the same game, from what I understand, but the Skylanders can jump. <laughs> The characters have top and bottom halves for mixing and matching, and you can combine the abilities of each half. Um, it is thankfully backwards compatible with figures from the other titles, so you can you can set up your your old Skylanders on this portal and play them as well, which is good for uh-huh. people. That's about all I have. Okay, still want to play that. Yeah, I want to yeah. get into Skylanders too. Yeah. October 16th, uh, Zumba Fitness World Party for Wii, Wii U, and Xbox 360. Zumba Fitness, Corey? Oh, Nothing? I got a lot, yeah. Do you? Uh, it's a fitness game by Zoe Mode and Majesco Entertainment. Has some new routines for you guys. Brazilian funk, Polynesian, Celtic bluegrass, jive, axe, jazz, African disco. There's one called Jive? Jive, yes. Uh, the previews I read did shine a light on the new Connect in... <laughs> They were saying, uh, the people that tried it, that the input lag is no longer noticeable with the new Connect, which is a, a good sign. Uh-huh. 
I still would like to know what okay. jive entails. Couldn't tell it's you. Look of, it up. Type of music, right? It's type of Zumba dance. Yeah. I guess. Okay. Uh, October 18th, Lego Marvel Super Heroes for PC, Wii, Wii U, Xbox 360, PS3, 3DS, and DS. No Vita? Uh, no Vita. Dang. Not that I can see. Uh, the only thing I put is it has 150 characters from the Marvel Marvel. That's universe. one I would think about getting for my Vita. Yeah. I would prob- I'll probably get that eventually, not not at launch. Um, Lego? Corey? Yeah, it's more uh, more Lego gameplay, more familiar Lego gameplay, but uh, takes place in the Marvel Universe. The story is that the Silver Surfer surfboard is destroyed, and it breaks up into several extremely powerful chunks, and your goal is to retrieve them. Um, Bender makes an appearance. John DiMaggio voices the character Galactus. Oh, cool. So, very nice. Yeah, not okay. much to talk about with a Lego game. Uh, October twenty second, Sonic Lost World for the Wii U 3DS. I wrote nothing down for this. Uh, it's an action platformer by the Sonic team and Sega. A second player can use the gamepad to assist the main player in the campaign. Of course, this is just the Wii U version. Uh, the developers noted that they are moving away from the speed-based gameplay to a more traditional platformer and one where you're more in control of Sonic. Uh, and they also want to maintain what makes a Sonic game a Sonic game, which, if you ask me, is the speed-based gameplay they're doing away with. Right. But, you know, it remains to be seen. Those Sonic games haven't been too good recently, so... We'll see how it goes. We will see how it goes. Okay. October 25th, Batman Arkham Origins for PC, PS3, Xbox 360, and Wii U. Uh, the storyline uh, set five years before Arkham Asylum. Batman is a little less refined as a hero at this point in the story, and a bounty is put on his head by Black Mask, bringing some seedy characters, uh, namely assassins, into Gotham City right around Christmas. So, Did you mention Vita? Because it is coming out for that, too. Uh, there is a different game coming out for the Vita. Oh. It's a companion game. Yeah. Oh, really? So do I have to get both of them? Uh, yes. Yeah, you do. Shit. What do you have for Arkham Origins, Corey? Um, set five years before Asylum, did you say that? Yep. Introduces fast travel as a way to get around the city, did you say that? No, I didn't. I hate that. Well, and it's the first in the series to feature multiplayer. I hate that it has fast travel. That was part of the fun, was gliding around the city. Yeah. Accessibility, Eric. No, you didn't, it didn't need it. It really well, didn't it, need it. it. It's got it now. That's stupid. It has already been brought in. Uh, I don't have notes on any of the more games. I'm going to run and take a quick pee while you guys continue. I'll be right back. Um, Next on the list is Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate, which uh, is is a separate game. It's for the Vita and 3DS. Uh, It takes place after Arkham Origins uh, in a prison uprising at Blackgate Prison. Is that a familiar familiar landmark? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um... But yeah, it is it is it is a companion game. You have to whatever deal with uh, the the prison uprising in the Blackgate prison okay. or whatever. Uh, also, October twenty fifth, Wii Party U for the Wii U uh, has more than eighty mini games similar to Mario Party. Wow. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, not a lot to say about that. <coughs> October twenty ninth. Angry Birds Star Wars, which is already out for iOS and Android, but it's coming to pretty much everything else at that point. Uh, 
Xbox 360, PS3, I think even the 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 Vita and the uh, the 3DS, Wii U, uh, pretty much everything else that's coming out. I'm on, gonna get it on October 29th. Everything. Are you? No. See, I already I downloaded it on my tablet for yeah, I have it it's on my free. Phone. So, uh, also on October 29th, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. For PC, PS3, Xbox 360, and Wii U, you play it as play as Edward Kenway, uh, captain of the Jackdaw. The game will be more open world. Uh, also have underwater exploration. So Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Nah, meh. Oh, it's too bad Corey's not here for this one. Well, we'll wait. We'll wait till he gets back. Yeah, I'm back. here. You big idiot. <laughs> and here you sneak back in. AC4. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm still undecided about this one. I need to know that the controls are better. If the controls are better, I will buy it. Because I really like the idea of pirates. Um, I like that it's more open world. And the the best part about Assassin's Creed 3 was the ship stuff. So, you know, if they can harness that into a game and build a game around that, I think it's going to be good. Ugh. But they've got to have better controls. So, I'm waiting and seeing on that one. Yep. I'm in, I'm in the wait and see point, too. Um, but that's October 29th for, for the current-gen systems um, and then a launch title for the next-gen systems. So. Uh, next on October 29th, Battlefield 4 for PC, PS3, Xbox 360. Uh, again, it's the current-gen, although the PC could be considered the next-gen one too um, for, for those of you that have good enough PCs to play it on, on next-gen quality graphics. Yeah. Um, I wrote not, down nothing about Battlefield 4 because it's kind of self-explanatory, I guess. Right? We'll probably we'll be do an episode about... on that anyway. Yeah. yeah we'll be talking uh, a lot about that. Because at least two of us will be getting it, maybe more. Probably three of us. But but for PS4, we won't talk about it during this week, um, right? Everyone's going to be getting it for the PS4. And I'm getting for... it for PS4. Yeah. yeah. Same here. Okay. Also October 29th, WWE 2K14 for PS3 and Xbox 360, uh, which is the first published by 2K after their purchase from uh, THQ. Oh, always so. tempting for me, by the way. I mean, they were always fun. They're fun games. Wrestling but games. I know that if my girlfriend caught me playing it, she might kick me out. Right. So. There's always that risk. If you could have it for your Vita, oh, maybe. She's less likely to catch you playing yeah, it, probably. Is. Definitely. So, Okay. Uh, October 31st, Castlevania Lords of Shadow, Mirror of Fate for PSN and Xbox Live Arcade, uh, which is a direct sequel to the reboot, Lord, uh, Castlevania Lords of Shadow. Right? Yep. Nothing, nothing I, to talk that's about. That's one now. I wish I had played, yeah. Castlevania. Yeah. Corey, I really got into that stuff. Corey played one of the more recent Castlevanias. Yeah, Lords of Shadow. Oh, okay. You did play Lords of Shadow. What'd you think? I really liked it. Okay. I know it doesn't, you know... Not everybody's too crazy about it on the internet, but I enjoyed it. Right. Okay. Uh, November 5th, Call of Duty Ghosts for PS3, P- PS3 PC, Xbox 360, and Wii U. Uh, the only notes I took for this one was doggies. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a uh, day one for the next-gen stuff? Uh, you bet your yes. bottom it'll be. Yes, it is. Now, so if I buy that for my PS3... I'm going to be able to upgrade to the PS4 version. I think for so, like 10 for 10 bucks. bucks, I think. 10 yeah, beans. Maybe that's what I'll do, just so we have it because when it comes out. Because it's 10 days. Do an episode on it. It's 10 days before the oh, is it? launch of... Is it worth it? I don't think so. For the podcast. 
No, what no. we'll do is when it okay. comes out... 10 bucks! We'll, no, Eric, this is what we'll do. We'll title our episode, Call of Duty Ghost or whatever, and then talk about a different game, and then we'll, tie, we'll talk about it when it comes out in the next gen. Corey, do you think I should? I would do it, yeah. To get that episode out there? Uh, well... well that's mean, the only reason a, I would. If it was pick- a game I was excited about, I'd say go for it, but... We could take, to you. We could figure out as we get closer. All We've right. got time. We Two do. months. I'd say now. Two and though. a half months. We'll talk about. I'd it. say it's a it's a it's worth the ten dollar investment. Right. But that's just me. Okay. Uh, and then the next <laughs> date on my list is November fifteenth, which is the launch of the PS4. Oh. Obviously, um, the games we already covered: Call of Duty Ghosts. These are all launch titles for the PS4 so far. Uh, Call of Duty Ghosts, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, Battlefield 4, DC Universe Online, FIFA 14, Just Dance 2014, Lego Marvel Super Heroes, Madden 25, Minecraft, NBA 2K14, Skylander Swap Force, Warframe, and Drive Club. <coughs> oh no, Drive Club is not one we've talked about. Uh, Warframe is is one that's that will have been out for a little while too, as well as I mean Minecraft. Everyone knows about too. So, um, but Drive Club, uh, Drive Club coming out for the PS4 on November fifteenth uh, is a team racing game where you create a club and race against other clubs. Uh, it has a free version for PS Plus members with limited cars and tracks. So, there will be a fully full full priced full version of the game with all cars and all tracks. But I think we're all doing the free version, right? Yeah, I'm. If yeah, I'm gonna do the free version. If I love it, yeah, I'll get the the full the, version. The full version. That's what I'm gonna do too. Okay, I'll probably be sufficient with the limited though. I, I think. think I will too. Um, only because there's you know other games. That... Yeah, I'm gonna have Watch Dogs, right? Battlefield, Killzone, Killzone, right? I'm sure that'll have me right by the nuts, right? So, uh, Drive Club at least free to pl- you know we'll play the free version. I don't know if I told you I took off the 15th through the 20th. Nice. Five so. days. Yeah, well, and uh, my girlfriend's birthday is the 18th, so that day doesn't count. Oh, okay. So you won't be able to play that yeah. day. You'll be itching to, but oh, you won't be boy, able to. Oh, boy, will I, Dan. <laughs> I'll be playing. Play. Yeah. I'll be playing and streaming and rubbing it in that you can't play. Maybe we'll have a birthday kill zone marathon. <laughs> there you go. I think that's the day we were all planning on having the most fun with the PS4. <laughs> <laughs> Forever. You'll never yeah. have that kind of fun again on it. <laughs> right. Uh, also, Killzone Shadowfall that we talked about November 15th. Um, oh, I wanted to read the wiki plot summary for it because it was really good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. For Killzone? Th- yeah. Is the, it discussing the, the multiplayer shit? I, I just wanted to read the plot because the plot seemed awesome. Yeah. Corey, throw up some of the uh, multiplayer footage for Killzone. What's it called? Killzone Shadowfall. <laughs> my, lap- my laptop's being a pile. That doesn't sound like your laptop, Dan. I wouldn't mess with it, Dan, because it'll shut down. I know. And I'm serious. And then my heart will shut down. There it is. Well, do you want to go see Cody and Cambria? Yes. Uh, right. Team Deathmatch gameplay. Oh, it looks pretty good. Is this one I'm getting? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Killzone? Yeah. The three of us will have it. For show. Ah, uh, this looks like Call of Duty. It's not Call of Duty. It's science fiction. 
And also, God. Corey, you, you got you got to look up some of this stuff about it though, and research like how you can make your own matches and stuff. It's pretty sweet. Okay, the plot: Killzone Shadowfall is set thirty years after the events of Killzone Three. Life on the Hellgast home planet Helgen has been left in ruins. However, the war still goes on. The interplanet interplanetary strategic alliance allows. Uh, Hellgast refugees to settle on the planet Vect. The Vectin and the Hellgast factions are living in a city divided by a large security wall. The Hellgast are fighting for their right to exist, while the Vectans are fighting for survival, leading to a cold war between the Vectans and Hellgast. Now, that means nothing to me, but it seems awesome. That yeah, I read. Cool. So. Somebody tweeted something about if I've learned anything from history, uh, building a wall between. <laughs> Population right. is not good. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Fan- that's uh like like uh, uh Berlin, the Berlin yeah. Wall, and during the Cold War. So that's uh, uh, a cool historical analogy. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, it does sound cool. I'm really excited for that game, especially yeah. after playing uh, Mercenaries on the the Vita. Mm-hmm. If it's that good on a handheld, I'm I've got really high hopes for this game. Right. Yeah, we're all looking all looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, Knack. Uh, Knack is an action game where the main character can incorporate other substances into his body, allowing him to transform into different things. Can't wait. Uh, Will is definitely getting Knack, right? Is he yeah. the only one definitely getting Knack? I would if I could afford it. I like the idea of it, but... Uh, I'm, you'll be I'm, able I'm, to borrow it. I, well, yeah, I'll borrow it. I'm having trouble scraping money together for my system in two games. So. <laughs> Fair enough, <Tim. laughs> So, you know. Happens. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. So yeah, there's Knack, uh, Need for Speed Rivals. Uh, it's obviously a Need for Speed game with the addition of tablet slash smartphone integration, allowing uh, players to, excuse me, call in uh, police police forces. <coughs> I was wondering when I was going to have to cough. Uh, need for Speed game. I wasn't that impressed with it. Seeing the stuff at E3 it seemed like a Need for Speed game. I felt like there were uh, better racing games yep. shown. Yep. Uh, Drive the, Club. The Crew. The crew, that looks fucking sweet. I can't wait for next the crew. year. Next next year, I think. Yeah, so. next year that's coming out. It looks great. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Moving on, Reso Gun is also a release title for the PS4. Uh, it's a side-scrolling shoot 'em up. Uh, it will come for free as part of the Instant Game Collection for PS Plus. Nice. Oh, boy, God bless them. I haven't heard anything about that until today. So, but hey, it's free. But it's free. Uh, yeah. We'll play it. And then the last, oh no, there's War Thunder. Uh, it's an MMO combat flight sim currently in open beta. I've seen people on Steam playing this actually. It's uh, similar to World of Warplanes, I guess. It's a you know spa- uh, air-, air combat game. And then the last game is Watch Dogs. Uh, I don't think I need to talk about Watch Dogs. Everyone kind of knows what Watch Dogs is, uh, but a launch title for the PS4. Is everybody getting that here? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, Somebody told me they don't think that it looks that good. Ah, shut oh, up. I, I disagree. I think it looks I awesome. I didn't get it. Who yeah. is this person? Do I know him? The, the same guy that shipped his PS3 to Nigeria. Oh. Uh-oh. You know, it doesn't look that good on current consoles, but... Uh, that's if, true. If we're talking graphics. I, that's I, true. I, I'll say, I was talking, since we're talking graphics a little bit, I was talking to Billy today, and I was uh, reading something of a guy who... Who got to play a copy of FIFA 14 on a PS4? He said he could never play FIFA again on a current gen. Oh, really? He said it was that good. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great to hear. I like to hear that 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 there's that big of a step up, you know, in graphics. You know, yeah, it's great. 
Uh, so yeah, Watch Dogs would be the last PS4 release title. There is one more game that's coming out on November 15th that is not a PS4 release game. Uh, X Rebirth. It's a kind of a space trading and combat game. That poor game yeah, coming out at I that mean, time. I, it'll probably be fine. Because really, like, there's only going to be a certain amount of people that can get a PS4 on launch day. True. That's it won't get point. any attention. No. It'll get but done. it'll it'll have its purchases, you know. And probably the people who X are Rebirth. who are already excited for it are going to get it anyway. Yeah. So. Uh, it seems like a cool game, but um, you know, it, it won't be a buy for me because I'm going to be dropping like six hundred bucks that day. So. Yeah. Yeah. At least. So yeah, it's a bad day for the bank account. Great day Definitely. for mankind. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So well, that's it for our fall games preview part one. We're going to take a quick break, right? Yeah, sure I got, are. I've really got a whiz. I'm gonna go so whiz. We're going to take a quick break and be back with our What We Played This Week right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 110 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in What We Played This Week. Uh, well, let's all talk about Saints Row 4 first. Yeah, do you want me to yeah. go first because that's the only thing I played? Yeah, because that's all I played too. So yeah, I played, will be out of the way. I played and beat Saints Row hey. Four. Thank you. Well done. I also played and beat Saints Row Four. How many hours? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm not done with it by any means, but I, I did. Did you guys the, do all the loyalty missions? Yeah. Yeah. I, I did. did all the missions. I I haven't done like completed. Every, I want to do all the challenges and I want to do all the uh, um, collectible stuff. Yeah, I want to get all the collectibles and and get gold on all the challenges and stuff. I haven't done done all that yet, but yeah, my completion percentage is at ninety six percent and yeah. forty hours. The only thing I have to do is get the data clusters, the Zinyak statues, and I need to find two of Asha's audio logs. Okay, but like that's kind of hard to find the statues yeah. and stuff like that. Because you pretty much just have to run around the city and look for them. That's what I've been doing. I just like glide off buildings and sprint everywhere until yeah. I find something. Yeah. But it's hard. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, running you, thin. You gotta comb every every area. Every yeah, every inch. Okay. But yeah, I put forty hours into it. All right. A work right. week. I want to hear. Yeah, I want to hear Eric's thoughts on Saints Row Four. You didn't get in get in last week. No. Uh, the only reason I I got it is because I listened to the podcast that you guys did about it, and it sounded pretty cool. And it happened to be in the red box at work, so I grabbed it. And I've played about six hours, I think. Uh-huh. I love it. I'm going to buy it uh-huh. uh, at some point here, but it's really awesome. I like it a lot more than I like Saints Row Third. But, again, I played that at a bad time. Right. Because I was hot off of Sleeping Dogs, which is a similar kind of game. Um, but, yeah, I, the superpowers are so cool. Yeah, they're really like, great. Gliding off of, like, the tallest buildings. Uh-huh. Just like gliding across the whole city, it's to such your objective. a yeah. It's just so cool and like you guys always talk about the over the top stuff. And I like uh, Corey was saying, I like uh, punching and kicking people really high up into the air. <laughs> yeah, I love doing that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. There's also a lot of for the people that have been with the series for a while. There's a lot of um, mentions and events that happened in like the older games. Will I know you got Saints Row Two? You haven't played it yet, right? Have not. But there's a lot of stuff from like Saints Row One and Two that they that they talk. It's kind of like a grand finale to the whole yeah. Saints Row arc 
story arc, you know, they they, they pay homage to the yeah. older games and stuff. So. I like the story too. Yeah. I uh, I am into the story and you know the alien thing and what's gonna happen with that. So, yeah. I yeah I do want to I want to buy it and I I'm planning on beating it. I know it's gonna take me a while, but I the six hours I played felt like an hour. Yeah, yeah, it goes by quick. It does oh, go yeah, by it does. really fast. It's freaking sweet. And Keith David's great in that game. <laughs> yes, he so is. So funny. I really I really like all the characters in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have any that I don't like. Um, I know, Will, you were a little unfamiliar with Johnny Gat. Yeah, um, but... I knew of Johnny Gat because of Saints Row the Third, like how it started out, but I had no idea. Like, I thought he was the leader before, and when he died in Saints Row the Third, you became the leader because everybody talked so like magically about him and right. loved him, and I didn't know who it even was. Yeah, uh, you'll get you'll get a lot more Johnny Gat in Saints Row 2. Yeah. I actually was looking at, at Saints Row 1. It's not on PC. It's only on... I think it came out for Xbox originally, but they had a like a Platinum game, Platinum Edition okay. for, for the 360. But it's like... I think that game by itself is like 40 bucks on Amazon or something. You know, it's, it's pretty expensive, and you can only really get it used. Jeez. Um, I also don't have an Xbox 360, so there's that. <laughs> So you can't really I did. Play. I did want to go back and play the first one too, mm-hmm. even because yeah. it had been so long since I played the first Saints Row. Um, but yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the better games I've played yeah. in a while. Yeah, I was really sad when it was over too. I was that's too. Like, that's the end of that I, story. I feel like it's the type of game where I could get in a situation like I did after I beat The Last of Us, where I get in that video game hangover yeah. and I'm like, oh fuck, yeah. I'm in that right now. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that could happen to me too. I thought about playing like six or seven different games, but I was just like, I just want to play Saints Row. Yeah, it's so fun. It like, is fun. Yeah. Like you guys were saying, it's just super fun. Yeah, having the superpowers and you just feel like such a badass and. So when you go like like you know, there's going to be the comparisons: Saints Row Four, Grand yeah. Theft Auto Five, not even the same type of game. I don't think, no. right? Not really, because in in Saints Row, you're you know you're confined to a car or helicopter or something like that. And in in Grand Theft Auto, you know you can't run and jump and run up buildings or anything. Oh yeah, it's you know the, at the very least the the travel is is going to be completely the different. travel be way different um, and not as fun. No, not as fun at all. My God, uh, I remember that. I think it was Jake had asked you guys what, how many different cars you had found or driven. Yeah, I think mine's at two. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had quite a bit more car. I had a few more cars than that because I I spent a little more time driving than the rest. Of, I think I talked about this last week because uh, I like to recruit a bunch of homies and drive and drive around and and roll up to an area. Cap bitches. Yeah, yeah. Roll caps deep. Bitches. Roll um, deep. As soon as I got out of the car, obviously, I would let loose with my superpowers and blow up whatever car I was driving. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I did drive to some of my objectives mm-hmm. with, with my gang of homies. I still love you, the President of the United States, and they're called homies yeah. still. <laughs> you, you roll up and pick up some gang members yeah. <laughs> and, and drive to a battle with aliens. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Just like high school. Right. Yeah. So No, I, I absolutely love it. Okay. I think Good. It's great. Glad you, playing, I'm glad you liked it. Playing dirt, uh, hunting some cheetahs. <laughs> yes. Ain't so, that true? Yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. I loved it. The ending was great. Um, sad that it's over. Yeah. Like, well, uh, probably going to have a little bit of a video game funk for yeah. at least a few days. I hate that. Yeah. The video game funk sucks ass. Yeah. Yeah, but there's always a, there's always a game to bring you back. Oh, there is. It's, there it'll is, probably be... But... Uh, 
Well, it'll probably be Crusader Kings too, but <laughs> there is always a game to bring you back. But I still hate that like week where I'm like, I don't want to play anything. I want to die. I just like I if I can't play video games, I don't want to do shit. I, I want to cry and eat ice cream. Because like the video the video games is that one thing that I feel like I always have that I can turn to if I yep. just for anything. You know yeah. what I mean? And if I don't have that, yeah. I have nothing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you feel like meaningless. Yeah, your life. What do I do? What, where, what do I? What am I here for? Right. Like, I have no purpose here. Right. Uh, okay. I'm with you. I'm <laughs> you with know you. what I mean? Yeah. I get you. Okay. So yeah, that's but, scenes for four. Yeah. With that being said, I think that might be leader for my game of the year. It's up there for oh, me right too. Now. Yeah. I would rather play a Saints Row four again than even like a Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, I would agree with that because I had way more fun with Saints Row. Uh, a four than Bioshock yeah. Infinite. Yeah, if, you, and I if love you're Bioshock. looking for fun, I don't think you're going to beat that game. No. Right. Yeah, that's why I started thinking about d- this discussion, like comparing it to The Last of Us. Right. It's just so hard to compare. I was going to say yeah. a winner. You know what I yeah. mean? Because it's just so different. Different. Yeah. There will be a winner. Oh no! There's going to be a winner, but it's just so hard. I, I don't. Because you feel like you're slighting one of them one way or right. the other. You're, well, you're not looking for the same things from 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 those two games. Totally different. So, <laughs> and even like me, what you know, if I'm comparing a Saints Row to Bioshock Infinite, that's just not not getting the same thing out of it. It's like comparing a comedy to a drama yeah. movie. You know, exactly. exactly yeah, so, yeah, but there's there's always a best picture. Well, yeah, always, absolutely. It's usually one I disagree with, but that's just me. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay, uh, so that's what me and Will played. Eric, I know you played quite a bit. I did. Let me pull up my list here, because God knows I'll forget it. Uh, okay, oh, that's not the right one. Come on. Here we go. All right, uh, I'll talk about Hotline Miami, which I played in beat. Oh, yeah. On my PS Vita. Well done. Yes, that was the first game I played on my Vita. Well, not the first game I played completely on my Vita. Um, I really liked Hotline Miami a lot. I thought it was a ton of fun. I'm glad that there's a second one coming to PS4, and I'm assuming PS Vita. Um, yeah, like Corey said, I don't really know what was going on in the story, to be completely honest with you, but the gameplay was so fun that I didn't really care. Uh, I liked all the different masks and how they had different uh, abilities attached to them. Yeah, I always wondered about the pig head. Pig face guy. That's yeah, your the... guy wears a mask okay. at the beginning of each, like, Makes uh, sense. you know scene um but yeah all the different masks have a different ability Corey, do you remember what masks you liked i tended to i can't remember which one it was but it was the one that let me take more bullets before i died i pretty much only used the horse mask which uh gave you lethal doors oh yeah so when you open doors uh and hit opponents with them it kills them instead of just knocking them over Uh um i found it really useful so Corey, I was hoping you could explain to me the story a little bit. You know, I can't explain the specifics of it, but I can tell you that it is a sort of satire on violent movies. If that helps clear anything up to you a little bit. I don't know. I don't catch on to shit like that. I just enjoyed playing it. Yeah. How long did you spend playing it? I'll be honest, I didn't really either. Um but I'm still I'm I'm just as excited for Hotline Miami too. Yeah, it was just a really fun game, and it was kind of strategic, which I didn't expect. 
Yeah, somebody explained it as rather than like gameplay puzzles, they're like combat puzzles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah. That's a great, uh, great term for it. It was yeah, a combat puzzler game. It was kind of a mind fuck too. Uh-huh. How many hours do you think? Uh, not too many. Six. I don't even say six. No. Four. You, be- you beat it a lot quicker than I did. Did I? Yeah, yeah, I beat it in like three sittings. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was I was shocked that you said that you beat it. I was super hey. into it. Like, I just breezed through it because it was just a ton of fun. Yeah. It was difficult, what... too, which I liked about it. Right. Not what too you... difficult. Go ahead, Corey. I'm sorry. Would you play it on the Vita? The Vita, yeah. Okay. I wonder because I only played it on PC, so I wonder if that had any. I had a little bit of control issue with it, but I think a part of that was me being so new to the Vita. Right. Right. Um. But yeah, I, I thought it was fantastic. It had a good level of difficulty. It wasn't so easy where you just breeze through it. But I, there were times where I got super frustrated and I put it down because I was just getting so pissed. And the last boss fight was like that. Well, you didn't want to yeah. smash your new V down the floor. Yeah, I almost texted you, Corey, and was like, how the fuck do I beat this last boss? It takes some, some trial and error. Yeah, boy, did it. <laughs> did you play the biker levels too? Yeah, I played the whole thing. I didn't yeah. want to count it without beating the whole thing. Yeah. So. Uh yeah, I would highly recommend that game. It's uh-huh. it's the, you know what I'm super excited about for the Vita is these are the kind of games that I'm really into right now. Yeah. And they're so good for the handheld system. Starbound. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's coming for Vita, right? Yeah. Yeah. PS4 you guys watch you guys watch that video I, of course I put I did. on Facebook. I didn't, but I want to. That's one of the games I'm most looking forward to. Well, I you know what I get confused between that and what's the one that you Star Forge? Yeah, I never remember which one you are excited for and which one Corey didn't like. There's also Star Citizen, okay. which is a completely different one too yeah. that I did a write up on. And so. Star Command, Star Command, that's a iOS strategy game. There's yeah, Star Child, Star Child, that's from Mass Effect and mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse Remastered Star Story, right? One point five HD. Remix yeah. three five eight and a half. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, yeah, Hotline Miami. Uh, if you were thinking about it, definitely do it. It's totally worth it. Probably ten bucks if that. Uh, yeah, I got it as part of a bundle. Same yeah, there. and that soundtrack. Yeah, the music was really cool. The eighties like setting. It was all around. Nothing I didn't like about it. Uh-huh. It's the perfect like drug video game, you know? Yeah, definitely. Like, sitting in Miami in sweaty heat. Yep. Stoned out of your mind with a 40 <laughs> playing Hotline Miami. Yeah, for sure. That, that seems like the right setting for that game. Yeah, it was very well made. I'm excited for the second one. Um, on to the next one. I played a dive kick for Vita, which is part of the, the promotion they have going on right now. Uh, four indie games uh, in the four weeks of, well, I guess it would be a combination of August and September. Mm-hmm. Four weeks of indie games. Uh, first one was dive kick to come out. The second one, which came out yesterday was Spelunky, which I know Corey had shown interest in. Yeah, I, I downloaded it. I just it. haven't played it. Yeah, I, I downloaded it. Uh, I got it. The other thing about great with the Vita and PS3 is that you get to you buy it for both systems, uh-huh. which is great. Uh, so I haven't played that yet, but I played Dive Kick. Um, I wasn't going to get this game, and then I think it was Polygon gave it a really good score. A couple places gave it a really good score, and most of the other places were just kind of average. So I was like, all right, you know, it's it's probably worth it, and I like the indie games a lot. Right. It's it's a fighting game that makes fun of other fighting games 
and like the things that are cool about fighting games it just kind of makes fun of everything uh-huh. very lighthearted fighting game okay it's uh basically you ha- it's first uh combatant to five wins wins around you know what i mean uh-huh. um so i ended up i beat a story mode with one character which took very little time so i'm not going to count that as beating the game i want i want to beat the story mode with each character that would be beating the game i guess okay um the thing that's different about this game is with there's two buttons for the whole game. You use L and R, and that's it. Um, each character has different types of attacks. I've only used two characters, so I, I don't really know yet. Uh, but it's called Dive Kick because one button makes you jump, the other one makes you kick. Like oh, okay. a, a dive kick, basically. Uh-huh. And it's one hit, one kill. Um, one of the funnier lines I heard in it was... One hit takes away three thirds of your life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's it's just it's a funny little fighting game. I actually it's really fun for just being a two button control fight game. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of comedy in it. The characters are all different and unique, and the soup the the powers that each of them have doesn't I don't know. It it's not in depth by any means for right. a fighting game, but. One thing I found frustrating with it is there's a multiplayer aspect that I couldn't find anybody else playing to play against me. Uh-huh. So I didn't get to, pl- to play the uh, uh, multiplayer part of it. But it's fun. I, I don't know if I would recommend it full price, which I think is $10. I would wait. Maybe 5 bucks is more worth it for me. Or if you can get it for free. I mean. Yeah, if it goes on for free at any point. Yeah, that would be cool. But, uh, yeah, Dive Kick was all right. Nothing, nothing too spectacular. I did enjoy it, though. Uh-huh. Um, FIFA Soccer for Vita I played. I played the first one, like I said, which came out in 2012. Uh-huh. I got the demo just because I wanted to wet my whistle with what FIFA Soccer was like on the handheld, and I absolutely love it. Uh, I will be purchasing FIFA 13 for it, for sure. It controls very well. Like I'm getting hassled by our own fans in, in the <laughs> chat. He's calling my words lame here. Ryan in Iowa. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, me too. But I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> um, yeah, FIFA FIFA for Vita is great. I definitely want to buy it. It controls very well. I was very surprised at how well it controlled and, uh-huh. and how much I liked it, to be honest with you. I didn't think I would like it that much. Okay. And the last thing that we want to talk about is the NHL 14 demo. Oh, yeah, I, I want to hear you, about this. I hope you hated it. I didn't hate it. I loved it. Absolutely loved it, and I kept playing it over and over again. Uh, uh-huh. You can play as either the Blackhawks or the Bruins. And, I mean, I, I I don't know what to really talk about. I didn't feel like it was as slow as last year's game. Right. Uh, I know Corey mentioned the new deking techniques. Um, I only did that once. I was never really into that stuff. Corey was more into the, the technical. The dangling. Yeah. Corey was the more flashy offensive player. Yeah. I always prided myself on my two-way ability. Right. Um, grinding power forward. Yeah, the grinding power forward. You know, like a. I hate to say this, but like a Milan Lucic, maybe. Right. Mm. Great player. A terrible player. <laughs> so anyway, no, I I, abs- I loved FIFA or NHL 14. I want to buy it. I, I was on the fence still because I didn't want to be the only person getting it. But Corey, if you're getting it for 360, I definitely will get it. Okay. Let's do it, man. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. That's two weeks away, right? The 10th? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I know. That's what's great about it is it's right around the corner. Yeah. Oh. And I we, think a, a lot of it just has to do with my general excitement for hockey. Oh, yeah, and I mean, we haven't had a really good hockey game in a couple years now. Not since 11. So, really pumped for it. 
I, I want you guys to all try... Well, Dan can't, but... I can't. I want Will and Corey to try the demo, and, and I hope you all like it as much as I did, for sure. <laughs> but... Okay. That's all I played. That's all she wrote? Oh, the fighting. You want me to mention the fighting? It was okay. Better. Was it like Fight Night? Yeah, it wasn't that shitty view that you had before. It yeah. was... You could see both of the guys, and you kind of go around in a circle, and you can grab their sweater and stuff. It was definitely better. I, I'll have to do it again to, to talk more about it, because I don't really remember. I ended up getting in a fight. I was uh, Patrick Kane, and I got in a fight with Zidane Chara. Oh, jeez. How'd that go? Not good. Didn't go my way. Okay. He landed imagine. one punch and knocked me down. Right. And Did it feel about... like fight night, though? Uh, no. I mean, it didn't feel like fight night. They can use it. I was confused about that, because it didn't feel like fight night at all. Fight. That's... They, you use the right and left sticks to punch in the in fight night, you know. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Or is it, it just the right stick? No, well, it's, it's, the well, the left stick is like a a move, and the right stick is your your fist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to do it again. You guys should download the demo too and talk about it. Okay. I tried to get in a couple more fights, but I couldn't find anybody to drop the Dukes with me. I don't know. Chara Chara wanted to tangle with Chara. Chara was willing to tangle with Kaner. <laughs> Nice. Which is a mistake in my book. Right. You don't want to tangle with the, the Kane Meister. Right, because then Kane's going to score a goal on you later. Exactly. Which you can't. Right. Can't wait for the goddamn Olympics. I scored a ton with Hosa, by the way, in that. Yeah, Marion Hosa's good. But yeah, the Olympics are going to be sweet. Okay. Yep. All right, Corey, what'd you play? Uh, I didn't play anything new, and nor did I beat anything. So. Oh. Um, oh, Corey, I came... we should mention the text that I sent you. Oh yeah, Eric said he's he's uh, rescinding the or that's not the right word conceding the competition the games beating competition. Yep. Really? I've conceded um, to Corey. You're dropped out. Well, I mean, I'll still play, but I'm not going to try to start. I'm not going to uh, be able to catch Corey. Uh, and I said that's good because I can just start playing games for fun again. And that's I said yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to try. Uh, I'm still going to keep playing games to beat them just to rub all your noses in the dirt. And... Oh, Stan, I are still trying. Well, you just wait. Once I'm a stay-at-home dad again, I can stay up until 2 o'clock every morning. I plan on taking my vacation time around Christmas. I'm probably um, still going to come in last. End of the year, so whatever it's going to take for me to come ahead if I need to, I'll do it then. How dare you? Yeah, well, fuck you in <laughs> 4 in February. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. that's true. You do have to make up for that. You still can't yeah. make up for that. Um, so I talked about Skyrim mods already. I'm not going to bore you guys with that, but, uh, God damn, I love Skyrim well, and it's so, it's so much better with all the little graphical and, and sound tweaks. I got another one that I didn't talk about it before, but it adds sounds to villages. So like if you're in a village, there's people that call out and, um, voices in the background and stuff. It just feels so much more alive and immersive and stuff. It's so much fun. Yeah. And it's only little things like that that can really like makes a huge difference it, it, yeah it puts it you know puts it into a whole different level for for a game you know for as, yeah. like you said especially for immersiveness in the loud waterfall and the water upgrades like water is so clear as it would be in a cold skyrim like environment right oh, you just want to dip, oh, dip your face in and drink yeah i just want to hang out in sky i want the oculus rift i want to be hooked up to an iv and i just want to be shut off in skyrim for the rest of my life there you go um Minus the danger of the dragons attacking. No, I want it all. As long oh. as I can restart, that's cool. Or, or run away. <laughs> yeah. Um, got back into Terraria, finally. Uh-huh. Um, I got 
the new ores and stuff because I'm in hard mode now and stuff is really freaking hard. Uh, I got a bunch of new ores. I have the highest level armor. It's adamantite armor, which is kind of a pain to get. I still can't beat any of the hard mode bosses. Uh, I came close to defeating the easiest hard mode boss, but it was one of those things that I realized, like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. Um, and I'm not sure how a lot of other people beat it. From what I understand, a lot of people did it with help, like had somebody else join their game. So I solicited Will to see if he would help me. And, you know, I can, he, all he needs to do is join my, my server uh, for my game, and I can give him all my equipment and stuff and just to have a little help on beating these bosses because I have no idea how people do it. And considering I have uh, the best available weapon at this point and the best armor available at this point, I probably put 50 hours in the game, and I'm still trying to beat these stupid hard mode bosses. Um, but it's still an awesome game. And uh, the, once you once you enter hard mode, I talked about before, like the corruption and the hollow are two different bands of of bricks, and they slowly spread throughout your world. And like my world is almost entirely consumed by the hollow and the corruption. Uh-huh. Um. But I was lucky because I made my starting area in the, the snow biome, and the the corruption in the hollow can't spread to the snow biome. So, like, all my villagers and stuff are safe from that. Plus, you can build a, a level in the, or a floating city, which I did to plant my day bloom flowers and stuff so I can craft potions and all that good stuff to keep myself going. Nice. Um, so that, the yeah, the corruption doesn't take over my, my plantings. But uh, hopefully I get a little help with that because that would be nice to beat that one considering, like I said, I put like 50 hours into it. Um, Alan Wake, I did another episode on. I'm kind of cooling off on Alan Wake a little bit, getting a little bit tired of it. Um, if I have to go into the woods one more time, I'm going to Oh, Corey, trust myself. me, you will. Yeah, you will. <laughs> uh, you see where miserable. I'm coming from now? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm still into the story, but like, I'm just, it, it's kind of the whole Nino Cooney thing. Like, I don't want to do the gameplay in between the great story I'm into and presentation and stuff. It's just annoying. Agreed. Oh wait, how far are you? You should be close to beating it. I am in the I'm just started the last episode. Yeah, that's short though. Okay. I think it's episode six. Yeah, that's Yeah, like... I think the episode six was pretty short. Oh, okay. So I'll probably have that one beat for next week. Uh, and also played more Saints Row. A lot of fun. Um and I think that's all I played. I didn't get much time to play games this week. You want to play some Payday this weekend? I am at a bachelor party this weekend. Dang it. Uh, maybe Monday. Alrighty. Um, I should be home Monday at like 2, so I'll be available after that. Okay. Just let me know. Yeah, I'll let you know. But, uh, you know, all I, all I really care about right now is playing more Skyrim, so. Okay. Do we want to get right into feedback? Yeah, let's do it. We've got a voicemail that I'll play before we... Did you listen to it? No. I, I didn't to it either. tried to listen to it, but nothing came out, so I oh, don't know if oh, there's nothing yeah. there. Was it blank? I had, sorry, I had the same issue. Just so you know, if nothing starts playing. Okay. Let me check. I, I don't even know who it was from either, so we can't let them know unless they're in the chat. Did, did one of you leave us a voicemail? I can tell you where it's from once we get into it. Oh, can you? Oh, Canada. Uh, San Francisco. Oh, who lives out in... Uh, that's Tito, right? Tito's Los Angeles. San Fran. Does Ronnie live out there? Ronnie lives in California. I don't. Th- I think it's Southern California, though. I don't think it's... I, I, think, I don't think it's... Uh, San Fran. <laughs> 
hello? It's blank. Must be. Yeah, I don't hear anything. I could hear myself echo really, really? bad. And I still can. Okay. Yeah. No, voicemail must be blank, so we'll move on to feedback, 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 feedback. I think Ryan left us a, f- a feedback, too, that I didn't get. Okay. And what did I mention that we needed to talk about? Oh, Elder Scrolls Online. Do you want to start with that? Sure. While you're prepping, Dan? Sure. Uh, oh, um, yeah. Do we, is, do, that's on the email, right? No, the yeah. Elder Scrolls Online yeah. chat. Um, somebody brought up in the chat earlier the Elder Scrolls Online sort of, I guess, arguing, trying to work out a deal with Xbox and Microsoft oh, yeah. to allow the Elder Scrolls Online to be playable without a gold subscription. Right. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about this one. I'm interested in your guys' opinion mostly because you guys tend to have an opinion that's different from mine. With I'll, a lot of I'll tell you how I feel about it is who the hell is going to have one of those systems and not have that? Yeah, it kind of defeats the purpose of having yeah. a system that's like built for its online features and not pay for the online service. You know, I would like be interested to know what the percentage of Xbox 360 owners don't have a gold membership. I bet you it's pretty small. But I, uh, what you don't think you don't think it's? I don't know. I bet you it's pretty small. I bet you it's like twenty five percent don't have. I think it, it's it's like the. Uh, this is a bad example, but maybe it's like I'm going to try and look it up. Maybe somebody has that stat somewhere, but um. I don't know. I think it's bigger than we anticipate. It probably is. Maybe. But still, I mean, I, in the in the next gen, I, I don't see that being the same case. I mean, people are going to have, you know, gold, especially now that they're giving away games, you know, no matter what the games are, they're still going to have the gold subscription. And right. P- PS Plus, you have to have to play online. I, I don't... That's... I think it's all. It should almost be mandatory. Really, it's stupid to not have it. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I guess I can see their point with, you know, for the handful of people that buy Elder Scrolls Online and expect to play it online and don't want to have to also pay for a gold subscription. I mean, I guess that's throwing them a bone, but I can't imagine that's a very large cross section of people. You know, here's a here's a stat: um, forty six million owners have Xbox Live out of 77 million Xboxes sold. Okay, so it's two-thirds. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly under two-thirds. Yeah. Okay. Um, And also, uh, people don't seem to mention the fact that you have to have PlayStation Plus to be able to play The Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. You know, they're not they're not giving, giving people that X- Xbox. opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you it's a, a larger percentage of people, Corey, because, I mean, people like me who have bought three Xboxes, um, you know, I only ever had one Xbox Live subscription, you know, but three Xboxes. So that's technically like one person for three Xboxes, you know. So that doesn't count the people that bought multiple systems either, I don't think, right? Right. Count me yeah. with that too. Right. So. So, I mean, I guess... I, eh. I don't know. I think I I really think it's a small percentage of people that don't have Xbox Live Gold, and the people that don't probably don't care about the Elder Scrolls <laughs> I Online. Was just right. gonna say that. Right, right, right. 
it's the people that won't be connecting it to the internet anyway, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, whatever. What can you do? Okay, uh, Facebook feedback. Idaho Jake says, hello, guys. I beat Saints Row 4. That game is so damn good, I'm planning on playing through again. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah, applause. Well done. Can't wait for the hangover episode on this game, but can I suggest that the fans can write an email so they can give their favorite parts of the game? Uh, we could just make sure we put Saints Row hangover in the subject line. That's a good idea. If we do do a hangover, we'll we'll, we'll do that, definitely. Um, I read to Madden 25, and I just sit and wonder why ESPN 2K5 is uh, still a better game than any Madden. Madden does have some really good gameplay in the latest version, but it's everything in between that sucks. I miss the Chris Berman before the game, halftime, and end of the game analysis. I always also miss the Sports Center where Berman would give you the scores of every game and and some game video highlights uh, that at the end gave his players uh, at the end gave his players of the week. Uh, plus, the crib thing was cool because you had a trophies room and could customize your house. I just wish Madden would take the PlayStation World and listen to gamers. Okay, uh, now on to what is your most overrated game and most underrated game? Over overrated game for me is gta 4 bad gunplay bad driving mechanics and bad main character but everyone gave it an eye or higher underrated for me is uh a game called viking battle of asgard you play as a viking that dies in battle but the angels of asgard save you so you go around uh saving other vikings until you have enough to start a battle with the evil terrorizing your homeland (coughs) excuse me uh, my favorite part is when you have 20 to 30 Vikings and you run onto the battlefield headed towards the a horde of orcs and other evil creatures. The game got rated okay, but not a lot of people knew about it. The last thing I have is I think everyone needs to follow CEO Kaz Harai, uh, at Kaz Harai CEO on Twitter. One of his tweets read, uh, I'm suing Nintendo, making a 2D handheld that nobody wants is an idea they stole from the PS Vita. The guy is hilarious, and he is willing to call out Xbox and Nintendo, but he is willing to make fun of PlayStation's mistakes. Thanks, guys. I will see you on Twitch. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Saints Row. Yeah, I think it's a good idea, actually. Um, when, when we do our Saints Row hangover, we'll let everyone know, and if they want to chime in for... Uh, any spoilers or thoughts they have on on maybe future Saints Row games, um, our favorite parts? Definitely, definitely send those in. We'll we'll let you know um, once once Corey beats it and Eric Eric if Eric ends. Are you going to end up buying it? Do you yeah, think? oh yeah, okay for sure. So once you end up beating it, we'll have a hangover probably in 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 a month or so. We'll have a hangover for Saints Row Four. Uh, Madden, yeah, Madden's Madden. I really really wish that Two uh, K could make a football game again. I think that would. Do you think it would live up though? Probably not, but yeah. at the very least, like it would give competition. It'd be yeah, different. It would give competition. <laughs> yeah, they would maybe try some new things, and if they were able to charge twenty bucks for it, I would buy it. You know, so yeah. like they like you know they charge twenty bucks for ESPN NFL two K five. So I don't know. I, I just competition. I think would would be a good thing for for Madden. They're they're stale. So Boy, are they! Um, but you know, with the next generation, they're <laughs> going to go back to. You remember when the 360 version came out? It was basically a stri- nothing. It was stripped down. It was really stripped down version of Madden. They're going to do the same thing with the Madden for next year. You know? Why do they have to come out every year? I mean, I get it because people buy it, but fuck. I know. Yeah, put a fucking roster update out yeah. for twenty bucks. I'll pay it. Yeah, I think most people would rather yeah. than buy a new game. Just say, hey, we're gonna take a year off. Make make a great game. Right. Put a roster update out. Yeah. It's I, all I, you need to do. I don't. 
I, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, but I wish it would. NHL 11. Put that out. Yep. Update my rosters every year. Yep. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm with you. NHL 14. Come I out hope, with something different. Right. I hope that it can live up, Corey. From what I played, it will. Oh, what's what's a reasonable time frame? Like three years, would you say, to make a new sports game? Yeah, I mean... In a, in a series? Two, three years, yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't be every year. I mean, because, you know, the the console generation is only, what, eight? Seven, eight years. Seven, eight years. I'd like to see at least a few releases do, of a game like that. Do they update rosters for the older games? Only until the end of the season. Yep. Oh, my God. That's Bush. FIFA's yeah. been uh, updating their rosters throughout. Until the new one comes out? Yep. That's Bush League. Okay. Uh, most overrated game and most underrated game. I think we'll probably have to do an episode about that, right? I came up with I, a couple. I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with Jake on overrated game. Um, both Grand Theft Auto 4 and Red Dead Redemption for yeah. me were uh, so overrated. Uh, I, I did, never ended up beating Red Dead Redemption because I, I couldn't play it anymore. Couldn't stomach it. I could not do it. And I don't rage quit games very often. I was pretty close to the end, too, and I was just like, I, no, I'm done with this. <laughs> Had enough. Um, underrated game. I would have to think about that one for a little while, I think. Underrated for me, and this wasn't even a game that got bad reviews. I just don't think it gets the, what it deserves would be Arkham City. Arkham City. I fucking love that game okay. so much. That's and that's on my uh, playlist for this fall. Yeah, so. I think you're gonna like it, Dan. I'm sure I will. I love the Arkham Arkham Asylum, and I'm yeah. not even a Batman guy. Right. I just uh, it was a great game. I think it's really underrated. Um, overrated. Any yeah, any of the Grand Theft Autos. You could say any of the Call of Duties past Modern Warfare. Right. The first one. Yeah. Mo- the first Modern War. Warfare was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, World at War was good. That introduced zombies, correct? Yes. That was really good. Anything past that, though. Right. Not worth it. I think it's obviously super overrated. Um, geez. For me, Super Smash Brothers, not just with you guys. I think a lot of people love that. Right. I just don't get it. Don't get I it. I really don't get it. So I okay. guess those would be mine. Well, I I'm not saying that to be a dick. I really just don't get it. Sick. Uh, I would agree. With GTA Four and uh, Red Dead. I'm blanking on something else. Underrated. I'll have to think more yeah. about that and report back. I'll, I'll come up with because we I've, we've talked about Grand, Grand Theft Auto and 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 Red, Red Dead, Dead. So I'll try to come up with another one for overrated. Yeah. I can't think right now. I'm tired. Okay. Corey. Um, underrated is better question in my opinion. Yeah, but I can't think of anything right now. Yeah, what did I like that nobody else liked? Escape Goat. Yeah. Well, I actually, Corey, I've never played it, and I want to. I tried to play it at work one night, but I couldn't because their stupid computers suck. Yeah. Uh. Um. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a bigger game that I liked that nobody really liked. I don't know. That, yeah, I think that is a good uh, episode question we should come up with. Yeah, like, Un- yeah just five. a bunch of underrated games. <clears throat> That's a um, great idea. Overrated. Derek Jeter. Wrong. <laughs> don't even. Big Sloppy Ortiz. <laughs> Big Sloppy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I really don't know. That's Again, I, I need to think about that. That's a good question, though. Okay. Uh, and then I'll follow CEO Kaz Harai on Twitter at uh, 
at Kaz Harai CEO. Uh, I've read about some of his tweets. Yeah, I've heard it's. Uh, tweet. I hate to burst any bubbles, but it's a it's a spoof account. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Does he does doesn't he have an actual Twitter though? Uh, he does, but he he he's not tweeting that. I think it's uh, I'm pretty sure it's a satirical. Okay. Yeah, that's under that impression. But it is it is really good. Okay. Uh, Michael in Minnesota says, I've only had the chance to put in about three hours with Europa Universalist 4, but I really like it. It's more polished than previous installments. I like the changes they've made to research uh, and war, among other things. As you'd expect, it's very complex, but the tutorial is better than past games from Paradox. I'll never love it like I like like I love Crusader Kings 2, but that's down to the fact that Crusader Kings 2 is focused on individuals which is what I prefer. That said, Europa Universalist 4 is a really good game, and I look forward to putting many more hours into it. Here's a list of the games I'm most looking forward to this fall. GTA 5, Pro Evo Soccer 2014, Battlefield 4, Watch Dogs, and Football Manager 2014. I still have some interest in Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, and Beyond Two Souls, but I'll probably wait and see what the reviews are like. Um, yeah, I actually I will be getting Europa Universalist for at some point. I want to uh, play it really bad. Yeah, probably once once I get to because you can transfer your Crusader Kings to save into U- Europa Universalist and it'll you know have the way things are at the end of Crusader really? Kings. Yeah, that's awesome. Which is fantastic. So once I get to the end of Crusader Kings two, I'll transfer whatever I have into Europa Universalist. That's 4. really cool. Yeah. Um, but, and it's only a $40 game on PC, so that's awesome. a great, great, great deal, I think. Um, if I had a good awesome. PC, that's one of the first games I would buy. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it's 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 complicated and stuff, but really, like, with those games, you just have to put, put, the, put the hours into learning how to play it. Um, I, I still tell people uh, Crusader Kings 2 has about a 20-hour learning curve. So I couldn't do it. <laughs> about as it, long as the tutorial for Final Fantasy XIII. Is that, <laughs> is that what it is? That's I don't know. It's like, probably longer. It's like 30 hours. Okay. Um, and then he's looking forward to Grand Theft Auto V, Pro Evo, uh, Battlefield 4, Watch Dogs, and Football Manager. Football Manager's coming to Vita. That's right. Which makes me kind of want to play it. Yeah. But I know I'm going to puss out on it. And not 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 sink the time into yeah. it. Necessi- uh, sink the necessary time into it. Although... I can take my Vita places. I couldn't take my PS3. Right. Or my PC. Right. On the pooper. Oh, it's a different game. Not as involved, he says. Oh. There you go. Okay. Is It's good, though? Good stuff? I think sure he means is. a Vita version. Oh, okay. <coughs> Probably. Well, maybe I'll give it a whirl, then. Yeah. I'll give it a whirl. It would probably be like uh, how Civilization Revolution for consoles is not the same as Civ for PC, maybe. Alright. Almost a light version of the game. Uh, let's see. Thumbstick Athletes tweeted or put on... Oh, this is Facebook, I think. Uh, it's our annual Fall Games preview tonight at 8. Uh, which games are you most looking forward to and why? Miguel says Metal Gear Solid 5 because Kojima never let you down and the videos are really breathtaking. Uh, definitely. Uh, we were all pr- pretty pretty enamored with Metal Gear Solid Five. Pr- not as much as Corey. I think Corey was the most excited for it. Yeah, Corey said that was game of the show. It's yeah. my game of the show. Yeah, uh, I'm I don't definitely think looking forward to it. That's not coming out this year, though, right? I don't think so. It's not for a while. Okay. Uh, I I could be wrong. It might be late holiday. I don't think so. Yeah, 
Uh, I didn't actually. I didn't look at the games that are coming out. I only did research on the games that are coming out up until November fifteenth. I didn't uh, do anything further than that. So, it. it could, I mean, I guess it's still possible that it could come out this year. Um, but we'll see. Corey tweeted Don Bradman Cricket fourteen, which uh, that's actually supposed to come out in like October, right? Yeah, it was on the Wikipedia list. Right, uh, but I didn't uh, I didn't put that on because it didn't have a specific release date in October. So uh, that will be talked about next week, yes. the cricket game. Uh, and then Jared says, uh, Pixar versus Capcom Alpha 2 and Ultimate Mix-Up Mashdown Edition. Pixar versus Capcom Alpha 2. <laughs> <laughs> I just go silent. I don't know, Dan. It's it's you know <laughs> as as good of a name as it is, it's not real. I actually asked him. Right. That's pretty brilliant. It though. does sound like something that's real. Yeah. It makes you wonder. <laughs> it sounds like something that makes me want to punch Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate mix up mash down edition. <laughs> right. It's great. It's right up there with uh Kingdom Hearts <laughs> titles. Yeah. I, I Googled it because uh, I didn't know it might have been real and there was like Pixar Capcom. There's like a Facebook post that somebody made and i was like well this isn't real right yeah when you get down to the just some random facebook post that someone made you're like oh it's probably yeah i love when that that. happens though when you really get into the 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 well of the internet to the bones of it yeah things start getting dark and kind of scary that's not even the bones that's like the marrow of the bones yeah uh tito says i'm ready to buy gone home let me know if any of you are interested did any of us get gone home i bought it i was gonna say i thought you bought it um i haven't played it yeah it's only like a two to three hour game oh really yeah it's really short everyone says really good the reviews for are unbelievable yeah maybe that's the type of game i need to play yeah just sit down and play it all at once yeah Yeah, i wanted to i haven't actually been on steam in a while since i got my vita which right. is good because yeah. every time I fucking got on there, I bought something. Bought, yeah, I, I I do the same thing, even though yeah. I'm on it all the time. Yeah. So, I bought all the. I meant to mention this, but I bought the season pass for Saints Row Four. Yeah, I did too. Which I never do, but just because I liked it so much, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I did that too. Their DLC will probably be good. But uh, maybe I'll play Gone Home for next week. Yeah. No, I was really really interested, and in it. it looked looked great. So. Uh, moving on, Nark says, I've been lamenting uh, that the next big MMOs look to be going with subscription models. Wildstar, Final Fantasy fourteen, and Tiso? Oh, the Elder Scrolls Online. It's like Tiso, that doesn't... But yeah, Elder Scrolls Online, that makes perfect <laughs> sense. Uh, many podcasters and gamers seem to be okay with this. I've heard and understand all the pros and cons of subscription versus free-to-play models, but here's the rub for me. Who can afford to subscribe to several different games simultaneously? I do pretty well financially, but I can't see myself subbing to more than one or two games at a time. The quote-unquote small uh, sub fees add up quickly. If you play more than a few games, I don't see how you can justify the fees in relation to the time played per game. I think this is one of the biggest controversial topics in online gaming today. I'm interested what your take is on this. Um, I think we, we, we talked a little bit about it last week um, uh, in, in relation to the subscription fees for the Elder Scrolls Online. And I said, for me, that's that's a, a no, definitely. <clears throat> After playing uh, a good uh, game, you know, 
in, in Guild Wars 2, you you know, once you buy the game, you can play it indefinitely for free. And 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 how well that that model works and and even with the the uh the gem store that they have, like the stuff in it is is purely cosmetic or maybe like experience boosts or they even had um like a mining pick that you got that was indestructible and yeah it was kind of pricey but you ended up saving money in the long run if you bought this mining pick i don't remember what it was called exactly um because you didn't have to buy any more mining picks so you know it was an indestructible mining pick um that i ended up buying and a lot of it was to support the game because i really like the game and and for the longest time i didn't mind paying subscription fees um but now you they're dork what no, nah, I'm just. Oh, yeah. No, I, I think I think with how well that uh, these different models can work, I think the subscription model is is not a good one anymore. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, like you, Dan, I was going. I had planned on getting it until I saw the the subscription fee. Same yeah. here. Yeah, yeah it's a no. Like, it's a no for me. They definitely. lost three guys right here. Yeah. yeah. What about you, and Corey? Gained one. Oh wait, you're getting it. I wasn't going to get it until I started playing Skyrim and listened to the Overlore podcast. Oh, but that doesn't have anything to do with the subscription fees. That didn't. No, turn I onto could it. give a shit about all that. I just want to read all the books. Right. Oh, so game. you're getting Elder Scrolls online? Uh, and yeah, up until this week, I wasn't. But well, okay. shit. Maybe and... I'll get it if you're getting it. <laughs> <laughs> and that I, begins. I, I'm still out, though. I'm not going to buy it. See, I can't. I can't afford it. I just can't. I love playing <clears throat> games like that with with people. Yeah. No, there really is nothing and better I'll than playing you, an MMORPG with if friends. If I get a game like that, <coughs> and Corey and I actually play it, it'll suck my life dry. Yeah. It really will. They can do can, that. Can your PC run it, though, Eric? Oh, you're getting it for PC? <laughs> I thought you were going to get it for PS4, you dangus. Uh, I might. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it plays on PS4. Right. I prefer those games because it's nice to on PC because it's nice to have a keyboard. You won't need a keyboard. Communicate. Voice chat. What am I just gonna play with just Eric? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. If you're like uh, me, if you're like me, you like to play MMORPGs by yourself and solo no, all the time. You're is an outlier. <laughs> I am an outlier as far as that's concerned. Yeah, whatever, Corey. Get it for your fucking PC. No, I don't want a group. I'm playing an MMORPG. I'll play by <laughs> myself. What do you think? Leave me alone. Stop talking to me. Yeah. So yeah, any other? I mean, does anyone have any other thoughts? I, I mean, I think we're all in agreement that it's not necessary to charge a subscription fee, right? No, no, Cor- it's not. Definitely not. Yeah, Corey, I, I mean, it's 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 as with anything. <laughs> to some people, it's worth it. To others, it's not. Yeah, but do you think that's going to hurt the game at this point? The question is, will it hurt the game? Um, probably not, because that first month is free anyway. Right. So you you think people are going to play that first month, and if they like it enough, they're going to pay for it? I mean, that happens anyway, but yeah. yeah. I've I've played MMOs for the first month and then never touched them again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Old Republic. Or I think I did pay for one month, but I only played a few days into it, yeah. which is stupid. Um, <laughs> Rift, I played the first month. Okay. And a couple <laughs> others, I can't remember now. Well, how do you feel about the... Uh, subscription model, and apparently the Elder Scrolls Online has a like a store where you buy stuff too. No, I mean it's with anything. If if they feel like they can make money off of it, they're gonna do it. But yeah, I, I never bunch of cocks. I never pay for microtransactions anyway. <clears throat> right. uh, I know that there are people that to them it's worth it and will pay it. And if that's what they want, 
fine, but I mean, it's I, I don't think there's any game like that that has microtransactions and also a subscription. Is there? Uh, you can. I know with a game like maybe Planet Side EverQuest Two, you can pay like a subscription and you get like money to spend in the store as part of your subscription, but you also get access to all content. I even think maybe Lord of the Rings Online is like that. Yeah, so how is that different? I mean, if, if people want to do it, they'll do it. If not, they won't. Well, right. It's that you can, but with the Elder Scrolls Online, you have to pay the subscription fee no matter what. Yeah, but you, you don't have to pay for microtransactions. <clears throat> no, you don't, but <clears throat> a lot of people think that their implementation of the micro the, the microtransaction like store is because they're going to milk all they can from subscription fees at first, and then when it starts to, when the the buzz starts to slow down a little bit and, and subscriptions drop, that's when they're going to go to free to play, and they'll have already had the the store in there the whole time, so they don't have to like implement that when they go free to play. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I it's douchey, but <laughs> it's a business plan, and right. hopefully people will vote for with their dollar. Yeah, that doesn't always happen, but right. when it does, it's a glorious thing. Yeah, no, I, I, it's it's definitely a no for me um, with the subscription fee and buying the sixty dollars game. I don't I don't have the money for that. So <clears throat> especially if it comes out like in the fall or early, early spring, uh, late winter, um, that's when I have the least amount of money, <clears throat> uh, you know, available uh, disposable income for me. So I mean, the worst part about it is that it's Bethesda. I don't think people would be swallowing it as hard as if. You know, or like an EA or something, be like, oh, typical. But it's such a, you know, considered one of the good guys in publishing, right? And for them to pull that is kind of upsetting and hard to take. Not, um, it's not even Blizzard. No, <laughs> yeah, Activision. I mean, it's it's Bethesda, which is, right. you know, they make they still make good, solid AAA games. Yeah. Um, but you know, every publisher wants their cash cow, and I guess they're kind of banking on this one, and it's a good one to try all this stuff with because so many people are going to be there just because it says Elder Scrolls in the title. That's true. I was really mostly going to be there because it was going to be an MMORPG on the PS4, <clears throat> but I'll just wait for one to come. Along. I'll play Planet Side Two instead. That'll be my MMO. Ah, I still have Guild Wars too. Mm-hmm. Are so you going to get Planet Side for PS4? It's free. Oh. You just download it and play it. Sweet. Yeah. So, yeah, I will play it. They don't have a release date for that. <clears throat> I don't think so. It probably won't be that much after. I know they've been working on it for a while, and it's it's Sony. Right. Sony Online Entertainment made it. So. Fair <clears throat> enough. They laid off a bunch of people. We didn't uh, mention that. Oh, did, did, did they? they? Yeah. Okay. All right. Trimming. Trimming the fat. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so, I think that's it for the feedback. So thanks, everybody. Did Ryan have something he wanted to mention oh. in the chat, I thought? Uh, I think he, he said there's two large paragraphs. I don't see him anywhere. Oh, do I? Or do I? I don't know. I don't see him. Is Ryan, Ryan still in the chat? Yeah, he is. He'll, he'll put him up or tell us where we can find him, unless he put it on Facebook or something. I he don't didn't. Know. I looked. Yeah. Well, anyway, we can always return to it. He said scroll up. <laughs> uh, I don't see it as the thing. Do, any, do you see it, Eric? No, sir. Maybe it didn't post because it was too long or something. Yeah. That's probably what it was. Well, anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it anywhere on here. <laughs> <laughs> on the Facebooks. I don't know, I don't, man. I don't know how to work 
Facebook's that well either. No, but... yeah, it's not on Facebook. Okay. Uh, okay, so, um, Eric, do you want to read it? Yeah, sure. Okay. He says, here's my quick feedback. I just wanted to touch on quick stuff. Has anyone aside from me and Idaho Jake seen the new Dying Light gameplay trailer? I have not watched I, it. I watched it, actually. How was it? It looked pretty cool. Yeah? Uh, I was kind of excited for this game. Corey's going to put it up right now. Um, if you are getting a it's PS... Supposed, it's supposed to be PS4, but the, he hit, he held down the... And hit oh, four okay. and it made the money sign. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> if you're getting a PS4 and bummed about not getting Dead Rising 3, which would be me, mm-hmm. uh, don't be because Dying Light looks like Dead Island and plays like Mirror's Edge and Left 4 Dead 4. Oh, that sounds yeah. cool. I strongly recommend watching it if you like any of those games or zombie games, period. Mm-hmm. This was at E3, right? Didn't they show like a teaser trailer for it? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. It looked cool. <clears throat> Yeah, but the, I kind of forgot about it. Yeah, but the gameplay, they IGN had a 12-minute gameplay video. That's looks, what Corey's got up. Yeah, it looks sweet. Do you remember anything about it at all? Yeah. It does look like Mirror's Edge. Yep, yeah, with the like, hands and feet out when yeah. you move. The run-down little shacks here. Anywho, I'll read the rest of it. Also, the only other things I wanted to say in feedback was uh, sports-related. Uh, new listener said, maybe less sports talk on last episode, and although I respect his opinion, <laughs> I respectfully disagree with him. I love the sports talk with all you fellas, especially Eric and his Bills and all the great coverage of the NFL. I'm sorry, NHL. Um, I've been far more into it since hearing you guys talk about it and your teams. Maybe you can just do sports talk um, about in roundtable or feedback. <laughs> Speaking of sports, I'd like to hear Eric's thoughts about Gareth Bale and his Bills starting Jeff Toole. <laughs> Also, I and I think Idaho Jake would really like some fantasy football smack talk to spill over to the podcast and maybe a recap or something. That's all I have for feedback-wise. Thanks for the props about uh, hipping y'all to a Nerdist Ken Levine episode. Yeah, I will sure let you know if anything video game-wise comes around. Thanks, fellas. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, sports, I think Corey, Corey had the best idea and doing, like, after the episode, doing our sports talk. At the end. Yeah. I yeah. agreed. I, like I said, I listened to last week's episode. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, I, think that's we, good I mean, we should be honest with ourselves, though. It's still going to creep up here. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. There's yeah. no way it's not going to. We can't get away from it because we all like, like sports so much. So, <clears throat> And but, most of our fans do. Yeah, uh, it, it'll it'll pop up. But if if we have anything like kind of large we want to talk about, like any fancy like in depth fancy football stuff, we'll we'll save till after an episode or maybe have an a, a hangover about it. Right. Um, I think it's a good idea with our fancy football league, especially. Yeah. I don't really, really do a lot of fancy smack talk to be honest with you. I don't either because I always assume I'm going to lose. <laughs> so it's just like I mean it's just kind of such a lucky thing. It's not like if I was playing you online, right? Then I might smack talk, right? But... You guys didn't vote on my poll. What was your poll? In the Fantasy Football League. I didn't see it. I haven't been in I didn't, there. Yeah, I didn't see it either. Well, you'll have to check it out. I, I will do that. But yeah, I I think we'll obviously we're going to talk about the, the Fantasy Football League. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah. And the Thumbstick Athletes Auto Racing League that I'm still putting together. Are oh, you yeah. still doing that? Yeah, still working on it. We'll have to wait for Sick. next season. Right? Still figuring out the scoring. Yeah, Corey, I think Daytona 500 already passed. Yeah, we'll, it, we'll have to every week I get emails saying if you're gonna pick your racers, you got to do it now. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, uh, what did he want my thoughts on? Gareth Bale leaving Tottenham. Uh, yeah, I mean he's he's a douchebag. 
It's expected. He's going to go to Real Madrid. It's probably the biggest club in the world. I mean, I for the amount of money he's going to make, I guess I couldn't really blame him. Right. Uh, Tottenham will be okay, though. They made uh, a lot of good signings this offseason, so they're, they're going to be all right. I'm a little worried about Arsenal right now. The injuries are just uh, piling right up. Got another one this week. so. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, but they play each other this weekend. I don't know how I'm going to manage a way to watch that because my girlfriend's sister's getting married. God damn it. And I'm going to be away up there. Game's on Sunday. I don't know how I'm going to be able to watch it, which sucks because I really want to. But there's know. apps for that, Eric. I know, dude, but like that's I gotta set aside an hour and a half. Can you listen to it? Would that be acceptable? Have one earpiece in? I really don't think it will be. <laughs> no, it won't be. It would not be gonna fly. I should probably just give in right now. It's on not it. gonna fly. Yeah. So there's gotta be a wireless discreet earpiece that nobody knows you're wearing. It, but it's still like like you said, men are not good at multitasking. Eric's not gonna be able to listen to that and and pay attention to what else is going on no right? i'm definitely not and you're you know when you randomly cheer for no Plus reason if they score i'm like fuck yeah you know it, it would be right when they're giving their vows and everyone will just think you're really excited about their <laughs> vows well no 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 this isn't the day of the wedding oh it's the next day okay but like you know i don't go up there often and she's not going to want me to sit there and watch a hot soccer game right you know okay. what i mean yeah uh, as far as the bills starting jeff tool i'm super <laughs> bummed I was really excited to watch EJ Manuel. I'm going to the home opener, and I'm not even excited now. They're going to get trounced by the Patriots. They might start Matt Leinart. Leinart. No, they're not going to start him. They already said if it's not Manuel, it's going to be Tool. Jeff Tool, the undrafted rookie from Washington State. Okay. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know what else to say about that. but He's good. Uh, maybe he'll be our Tom Brady. You never know. That'd be nuts. You never know. Okay. All right. So do we do we want to do roundtable or do we want to hold off? I'm not. I would mind. like to hold off. I gotta work at eight. Okay. You pussies, dude. I'm sorry. We were gonna talk about the 2ds. Oh, let's talk about that because I would like to know about that. Okay. I think we have to just yeah, briefly. Yeah. God yeah. Dang it. Uh, five minutes. So Nintendo announced this new handheld called the 2ds. Uh, they're referring to it as an entry level handheld device. Whatever <laughs> the f that means, I don't know. Um, it does not fold. It is flat like a tablet. Plays all 3DS and DS games. Uh, same size screens as the 3DS, but smaller than the XL. Does not display 3D, but the cameras still take photos and videos in 3D, so you can watch them or display them on a 3D device later on. Mm-hmm. Will be out October 12th, just in time for the new Pokemon games, mm-hmm. which sounds nice. 130 bucks in red and blue which undercuts the 3DS by $40 and the 3DS XL by $70. So if you're looking for something inexpensive, maybe that's what they mean by entry level. This is the one to go with. Mm-hmm. Steven Tortillo had a good write-up of it. He got hands-on with it. He said it's more evenly balanced than the 3DS in your hands. The speaker, however, is mono rather than stereo, but the jack allows for stereo audio. Um, he said that it seemed small to his eyes. He did qualify that and say he had become accustomed to the 3DS XL. Um, but he did say it felt more comfortable overall and also that it looks cheaper. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I was kind of interested in this. It's a, a inexpensive way to play 3DS games. Um, I don't give a shit about 3D. The only thing that kind of makes me hesitate is the smaller screens as opposed to the 3DS <laughs> XL. I, I, you know, having not played the 3DS XL, maybe it wouldn't bother me, but 
you know. Yeah, I think it's it's supposed to be the same size screens as the regular 3DS, right? Yeah, yep. Okay. So yeah. how much is it now? 130. 130. Jeez. That's tempting. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and the thing like I was I was hearing about it and you know, people are like, "Oh, it's stupid." But I actually think it's a really good idea. Um it's it's kind of designed for little kids. Um it says right on the 3DS that the well, I know Eric wants one. <laughs> I would get one too, but I already have a 3DS. Right. Um, it says right on the 3DS when you buy it that it's not for children under seven. I guess the 3D can damage their eyes, so that's why the 3D is not on it. Um, also, you know, you're looking at the the hinge possibly breaking if you're you're your little kid and you're opening it and closing it. So really, it's meant I think for 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 the younger younger audience who can't play with the with the the 3D on the 3DS anyway, and you know, it's a way for them to play you know pokemon yeah so, i mean i think it's a good a good system and i it's that i mean eric expressed this but it's that perfect price point that gets you thinking about it it yeah. is so the only difference is screen size and 3d and it doesn't have 3d yeah it doesn't fold either i mean it's just a it's like this thing but it's squ- like square i could a probably slate. look up a picture of it huh yeah yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> if you go to any gaming website they'll there'll be pictures of it all over the place I'm surprised but, there's not more of these like economy models of these devices. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was a good idea. Like I said, the whole oh, that's neat because we wanted to have our son play the 3ds, but my you know my wife was going through the instruction manual, which I never would have done and saw and saw this. But yeah, it can damage eyes of developing eyes in a, in a youngin. I'll be honest no with you, I like I like the folding. A lot more than what I see with a 2ds. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely not meant to travel like the no, 3ds yeah. is. They sell a uh, cloth pouch for twelve dollars. Keep it. I'll get the 3ds XL. Or the even just the regular. Oh, I 3DS. see the pouch actually. I kind of like the pouch as it turns out. <laughs> the one that says Nintendo on it. It's cool looking. It is cool looking. Hot damn! I could probably talk myself into it. Yeah, and you get to play, you know, the 3ds games. No, I, I, I think it's a good idea. I really do. Plus, somebody's got to get it, right? Yeah. That's... <laughs> It'll, Eric, uh, uh, just how... save the receipt. We'll expense it later. <laughs> this is how I talk myself into everything. Well, right, Somebody right, has right. to do it. I, I mean, I think it'll sell well for Christmas at, at $130 for, you know, for your kindergartner or first grader. Or your 30-year-old. <coughs> right. Well, yeah, I mean, 30-year-olds <laughs> are going to buy it, too, no doubt. No doubt. Oh, God. Okay. Any other thoughts on the 2DS? No, I'd say you know what? Thumbs up. Yeah, that's a good idea. At least they're they're varying the device, you know, giving people options for it. That that at the very least is a good thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Is that everything? That's everything. Okay. Uh, there's a new Assassin's Creed Four gameplay video out, and it looks awesome. You guys, I'll have to check it out. I I won't, but I I, I always say I'm going to. All right, uh, yeah, that'll do it for episode 110 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well, I'm Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.